0: Thank you messing with
1: the wrong guy yes yes y'all it's going down right now episode 163 of the right stuff podcast is coming at you live i am your host mr big dick gags the clown aka moods yeah and of course i have my two clown suits by my side first up we have the man who thinks that it's the 31 days of reviewing the most popular horror films ever made the Burrito Bozo, a.k.a. JP. And last up, we have the boy who spends his late nights driving around self-loathing and live-streaming himself eating Chicken McNuggets like the champion virgin he is, Jeremy, a.k.a. Jew the Clown.
2: What's going on, you know, guys? You know what? You know why JP's reviewing all the popular horror movies? Because he gets them for free and he feels like he's obligated to talk about them. I actually and he want... doesn't actually want to watch anything Well, else. I
3: kind of am obligated to talk about them, unlike you who I don't get get, I th- got gets pals of Severins and just sits them there. And done, not, not only do you not review seven. them, but you don't watch them. I find horse. this
1: <laughs> criminal. I, and I find it highly offensive, dude, that used to rip on people for doing like 30 seconds review at least the 30 seconds cool, reviews dude. are doing something. You're still getting shit for free and you haven't made a I video in like a year and anything. a half.
2: I haven't gotten anything in like six months, but bro. But still, you were okay, still getting shit about, even in the like,
3: past year. How many severance total have you had and how many have you reviewed?
2: I don't know. I reviewed a lot of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, not all of them. Right. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, GP, what's up with the 31 Days of Horror? Because I, I see your videos come up every day and I'm like, are you just purposely doing this? And I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, it's got to be because he's getting copies of stuff and it just happens to be I, these type of I movies.
3: Two, two, I only had like two that were, it was Child's Play and Crawl. And I got. No, I bought that.
1: Oh. What about Reanimator?
3: No, that that that's old. I've oh. done had that for a long time. Okay, yeah, I just but, you know I just no. I, I my strategy for thirty one days this year. By the way, I didn't upload anything yet tonight, but I do have a video recorded. I just didn't get home in time, and you guys were bitching. Well, at me it's to not get da- on.
1: it's not day twenty one yet. You know, you'll fail then.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, but um, no, I was just uh, kind of you know going with what I felt like watching, and the re- like. I'm sure you didn't click on any of the videos, but. If you notice, most oh, of those reviews are like 4Ks and stuff. So like Christine, for example, I had that on 4K. I just wanted to check it out. So I figured that would be a good review. Um, Zombie Land, Gremlins. Oh, that was the other one, Gremlins. Um, yeah, I got that as a screener, but I did buy Zombieland oh, for $20. You got Gremlins 4K.
1: as a screener? Yeah. Oh, really? On- Fuck, I thought you pre-ordered that shit.
3: No, I did. I, did. I canceled it. Mm. Uh, when oh, yeah, you
1: Jeremy yours came all fucked up didn't it
3: yeah I'm still waiting for my new one yeah but I kind of just been going with like whatever like just stuff that I feel like watching because Nor, I've done themes for the last like four years and this time I just was like ah, I'm just gonna do like whatever as you long as what? I haven't reviewed it I'm no
1: day. this is my fifth year doing the 31 days and I've never once ever themed out everything or any mm-hmm. specific year I just have kind of a mold like this year, the only thing I'm doing is I'm trying to cover each decade from the 1920s all the way to present. At least do one film from each decade and just kind of mix it up from old to new um, in consecutive days. That's the only criteria that I have. Right? Yeah, I so. try
3: I try to do stuff like review. Uh, my, my goal is to, like, hit more stuff that I haven't opened yet. Like, for example, like Christine or, um, you know, the... Uh, reanimator set which i think i actually did open that but just to just try to like go with stuff that i had i had sealed on the shelf or something like that like the house box set i had never opened that since i bought the arrow set the four film arrow set
2: i do wow. not open stuff man i open everything i know i gotta i gotta well, see, well, see the artworks see a and point stuff to open it like, i want to look, look at and it look it. at the artwork see if the disc
3: well, art that's so, like, a little shooting. different but i mean i what like i most of the time you open a disc and it's just a clear case on the or blue case on the inside and and there's nothing there so um, like yes some of the special editions and stuff I'll open but the way that I look at it is um, until I you know see it there's really no point to open it other than to just look at it but I'm cool with not doing that Um, and then so yeah the house man I'll tell you what house looked really good on blu-ray and it was like fun watching it on blu-ray I had a lot of fun with that one same thing with Christine on 4K. Christine
2: um, transfers awesome.
3: Yeah, Christine transfers awesome. <clears throat> Gremlins was pretty good too. I had read that it wasn't um, that good in the review. I read the Blu-ray.com review. But here's the thing. I went from DVD to this. So like it is magnificent for that. Zombieland looks freaking amazing like you would expect because it's a newer film.
2: But that movie looked really good on 4K. Moots um, hasn't bought into the hype yet you will
1: no i was actually having this conversation with uh with two people recently about 4k like um, with my buddy jason from my half dead other podcast (laughs) disposable arts he asked he actually asked me like two nights ago he's like you jumped into the 4k game and i'm like actually no and i said the reason is is because i have apparently bought two good of tvs because i have four samsung tvs in my house and all of them still work great and i'm just kind of waiting for maybe my main one to die before i buy another one He's like, dude, I'm doing the same thing. And he goes, I have nothing but Samsungs too, and they fucking last forever. And yeah, I'm
2: that's, that's. Speaking I of TVs, know. if you want to win yourself a 4K TV, the giveaway is coming up in six weeks. Can't believe it—six weeks to the end of the year. Wow! So if you yeah, want to also win,
3: buy a shirt, if you're new yeah. here, which I I actually have had some people recently hit us up and say, like, "Hey, I just found your podcast," which is awesome to see that that's still happening um we still have shirts for sale we haven't mentioned that in a while um there's yep. the sizes are kind of limited i think we only have like one or two more smalls but every we have uh I think we ever
2: really like, talked about it on a show that we have shirts now. one one show really well yeah. at least
1: at least i wasn't in the middle of telling the story but uh, we can always just get to the shirts here
3: so. yeah that's true jeremy <laughs> you was, were talking about four k TVs. well
1: yeah and then uh so anyways he he fucking he, he says to me he's like actually I went out and got one and I'm like oh really I'm like would your TV just crap out and he goes actually no uh, one of my friend's mom's her TV died and it kind of gave him a reason to you know give her you know get rid of his TV because he wanted to get a bigger one anyways he's like that's, it's, my, that's good it's my opening to get me a 4K TV and a bigger one and stuff I'm like actually that's pretty good dude and he's like I get, I totally get it though man like the Samsung seems to be lasting forever and, and I'm like I know man and like he's like are you buying the discs at least and I'm like no <laughs> so it's that's really what i'm just waiting for i mean but i think by the time i'm ready to get into four gays it's going to be like eight gays and it's just going (laughs) to be just one huge i just don't understand
2: why you just don't buy them because they had the blu-rays in them too so why would you not just well i mean that is that is a fair point no, no no
1: i i totally get that and i've thought about it many many times but it's the price point dude they're so expensive up here it's crazy
3: yeah, they're not really here. Like, sometimes no, they're... No, I've, I've seen
1: equal. the prices down there. Way cheaper here. When they, they you know, 35 bucks and shit, and I can get the same thing on Blu-ray for, you know, way cheaper. It's like, okay, well, fuck.
3: Yeah. Like, the most <clears throat> I've paid for one so far, I paid 25 for The Shining. Yeah. Um, that's the most that I've paid for one. And I felt like The Shining is a worthy film. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to stay... I, it's kind of fun... Too like i bought zombie land for twenty dollars which is way over what i normally spend especially for a title like zombie land that was in the dump bin for years on blu-ray mm-hmm. for seven dollars but um since the new one was coming out and i actually don't own zombie land period not on dvd not on blu-ray not on anything those are the only two that would be on that actually but, doesn't um,
1: <laughs> surprise me considering it doesn't seem like a movie you would even like though
3: no oh, you're right it's, it's not um but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I've, I've I've actually, you know, what's funny is my 4K collection is actually getting decent right now. No, but you buy, you buy everything. I, I, I buy horror or stuff that I absolutely love, um, like the actually, Stand by Me.
1: The cheapest uh, 4K release here that I've seen is the Halloween one. It's it's a, it's like 1999. That's the cheapest one I've seen.
3: Yeah. See, I like when some of the titles like like Alien was $15. Wow. Brand new when it came out, like the day it came out it was $15, which is just outstanding. Um the Pet Cemetery 4K looks that's probably my favorite one so far, the Pet Cemetery one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I I'm I'm digging it. I'm into it now. It's and honestly, you know what I hate? Is when they don't have the slip covers now because every single one that I have has a slip cover. So I saw um, Jigsaw the other day for nine dollars, and I was like, ah, it doesn't have a slip cover. So I was just like,
2: ah, I guess not. Slip I got crazy,
3: that. slip crazy, man. Slip. Crazy. Prometheus
2: didn't come with a slip, so it's like annoying. It's like the yeah. only one I don't have a slip cover for. Because See, if has- I
3: have one that doesn't have it, then I won't worry about it that going forward because it's already looks stupid. But. I'm on a streak where every single one <laughs>
2: has a slip.
3: Um, even you like pick up, you
2: should pick up Cloverfield. That movie actually looks like amazing. Yeah, what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't mind doing that. And then. Um. I think
3: that like. The fun thing about like the 4K releases is the cool covers that they come up with. Shame on you, Zombieland, for having the most boring slipcase of all time. Whenever you got all these cool ones coming out.
1: I haven't even seen uh, it yet.
3: It's not even glossy. Like most of the 4Ks have like a glossy, glossier slip. The zombie land is like a basic standard ass paper. It's hmm. boring. Yep. Yep. Crazy.
1: Anyway. crazy. Um, <clears throat> Something I, nev- I didn't ever want to have to do here on the podcast. But rest
2: in peace, Ryan Nicholson.
1: I got to say rest in peace to my good buddy, Ryan Nicholson. That really, part it, of it really so, fucking hit me fucking hard this week, man. You know, I talked to him all the time. And, you know, he'd always tell me that he was doing better and, you know, doing well and stuff. But I mean, I, that's you all know, I had heard. I,
3: I, I had heard. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. Whenever I found out he sold his film rights to um, Unearthed for all his films, it kind of
2: mm-hmm. I was like,
3: wait, that's kind I of what he did that. to do. Yeah, yeah. And I, he did do that. I'm, yeah. I'm almost certain that that was the deal. Like, they bought yeah. all the rights, like, flat out. Yeah, I like mean, a,
1: you know, he licensing. had the brain tumor a couple years ago and then seemed to be doing well. Um, Was in remission and stuff, and it must have came back in full force, because it's crazy, you know? I'd seen Megan posting pictures of him even on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and he looked good, you know? He was out and about. He was, you know, these are pictures outside and stuff, and I was, like, crazy. And then it was, like, two weeks later, there's pictures of him laying in bed, and I was kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, is he sick again? And then passed away two days later it's crazy
3: yeah it actually it just, made me extremely sad and i too. and not not because like the way that like craven did where like his films meant so much to me because like honestly like i don't love ryan's films but it's just a member of the community you know what i mean just like somebody who like was like a uh, made it in his own indie world and you know obviously had this special effects career and just somebody who was very um, approachable, you know, in terms of, like, uh, y- you know, he was in our group for a while and stuff like that. And, you know, just uh, it, re- it really did, like, bring a tear to my eye, dude. It, w- it was fucking sad, man. Well, Ryan kind of held and the I'm torch. Close with him.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he kind of held the torch for you know, underground, you know, kind of extreme yeah. films for quite a few years there. I mean, it was, you know, when Gutterballs came out, it, I think that was the movie that really introduced a lot of people to, like, more, you know, kind of Man. hardcore, <laughs> extreme type shit, because that movie's yeah. pretty fucking brutal in parts, and it was all yeah. practical, and, and I mean, like it or not, you have to respect what he was doing and stuff, but it, it kind of set the bar, I think, for a lot of indie filmmakers, and, and it's one of those films that always gets referenced by a lot of filmmakers, and like, yeah, Gutterballs was kind of that standard, and, you know, I mean, that's that's a... Something to be very proud of, you know. He kind of started this. I wouldn't say the, started the whole extreme movement and stuff, but he he contributed to it heavily, and people respected that. I mean, like his films or not. I mean, he did a lot for horror, and he was a good guy. He was genuinely yeah. really nice. He dealt with a lot of personal issues in the last few years, and people used to think he was an asshole and things like that. But he was sick, right? I mean, your yeah, brain's man, not that, working. That's great. a
3: huge, huge, you know. huge. Uh, you cannot judge anybody when they're going through something like that, man. No, it's, man. Just,
1: no, it, it's, it's really bur- you, you really fucking can't. You know, you just have no idea what someone's going through until you're going through it yourself. Yeah, and Because everybody was then,
2: like mad at him and Plot Digger because they weren't he wasn't sending them their shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you like, know how much months? medical
3: bills he probably had, dude? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's stuff that you don't mm-hmm. know about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's very, very sad, man. Just, yeah. I just mean, I
2: feel bad for Maggot.
1: Yeah, it's tough, man. Because they were, you know, they were a team. You know, she works in special effects too, and married to him, and you know, spent every waking moment with mm-hmm. him. Man, it's really, really fucking tough. And you know, you know, I remember <clears throat> talking to him at Horcon uh, a couple of years. He seemed really good, and uh, you can just tell they're, they're they were so close. You know, she just always was right there, and just fuck, I feel really bad for her. But um, rest in peace to Ryan, man. And
3: yeah, you and know, obviously um ryan uh you know had a moment here on the show too with uh, us covering his films
0: mm-hmm.
3: um you know that that's that's an early episode that's episode 34 in fact it was our was that first long ago? episode 34 yeah, yeah it was our seems first
1: like was <clears throat> well i told him to before. check it out he checked it out and he laughed about the whole shitty mask thing and stuff he doesn't take anything to heart he said i
3: was right right and uh yeah he said it
1: is it's the worst mask ever but it worked (laughs) it was actually it was actually a price point it was a it was a price point for him too it was easy to do i mean it made sense to do what he did and it was also super fucking cheap i mean it's a bowling bag right so
3: yeah and um, and we referenced that how many like that has actually came up not just on that episode but we've talked about that many times Yeah. yeah Uh, which is funny. But so always uh,
1: somebody that was never, he never got butthurt about, you know, bad reviews on his films and stuff. I always, I've i told the story before, but the night before I went to HorrorCon a couple years ago, I actually reviewed uh, live feed. I think it was on Body Bags or something two or three years ago. And uh, I'd actually given it a really bad review. Like It's I kinda, not a good movie. No, well, it's not, right? And I kind of given it a really kind of honest, shitty review. And um, he watched the review and I met him like the next day. And and he kind of brought it up. And I was like, yeah, you know, it is. And he's like, dude, you're totally right. The movie sucked. He had a terrible (laughs) time making that film. There were so many problems with production. And he said pretty much everything I said was completely true. It was just a mess. And it came out a mess. And he wasn't very proud of it and stuff. And I was like, oh, awesome. But, you know, that's the type of guy he was. He was just willing Mm -hmm. to talk to you like a normal person. Take that constructive criticism, you know, with a grain of salt. It was just, it is what it is. I mean, you can't be in this business and, and just get yeah. hurt over shit like that but he was he was really good man he just wanted to keep talking to me he's like you have the best collection in the world <laughs> he he was more interested in me than you know talking about himself and i really respect that in somebody you know that's and really he really popular balls too right and i did see gutter balls too one of bastard one of only two showings that he ever did to the public of mm-hmm. it he did one at um texas Frightmere a couple weeks prior to that uh and then um he did the one in calgary and yeah i i mean i I don't know if that cut's ever going to get released. I know he went and did reshoots. He told me that he'd done all the reshoots for Gutterballs 2, so maybe the cuts or the, the edits awaiting and stuff. I don't know what Unearth is going to do or if they have the rights to uh, I think to that. they
3: did comment on it. I can't remember what they said, but I, I'm pretty sure they did comment on it. Okay. So
1: maybe, um, I mean, hopefully we'll get a cut of it. It might not be the one that he wanted, but I think the point is is just to get that cut out there and yeah, any cut I see of the it film. it already. Yeah, but I mean... You know, big ups to you know, unearth films for getting the the rights to the film stuff because they do a, a fantastic job with the releases, and I think they're going to do those films, you know, a lot of justice. Yeah, because so. Gutter's
2: Ball, I was looking, Gutter's Balls is like a forty dollars DVD these days. Yeah, it's like dude, super you, out of print. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, he just worked on that, uh, the Predator, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Last he, year, yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just to like kind of give a little throwback here. Uh, episode 34, we're, we're, that came out December 9th of 2014, and this is what we talked about. So we talked about High Tension and about doing the Fab Five for a future show.
0: Still
3: haven't had <laughs> Never done. that turned out. <laughs> I still uh, want to do that show. We get into the long-talked-about-it remake. Okay, so that happened. Wow. Uh, contracted Phase 2. Oh, also that movie happened.
2: sucks. Yeah, sucks, but
3: good. did happen. Tales of Halloween which happened, and we reviewed that later.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, Rampage 3, did that Rampage. ever happen?
1: It yep. did, it happen? I think, yeah. Yep. Okay. i never
3: seen Friday it. Friday the 13th, set in the 80s, question mark? What the hell was that? Uh, that was when they were talking about the new Friday the 13th being set in the 80s. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Scream Factory, <laughs> announcing, and then unannouncing titles. I want to say that was probably Cruel Jaws. Definitely. Yeah.
1: I think that was the first one, right? Oh, actually, or it might have been, maybe it was the release of the Fulci film. Uh, on yeah, that four pack or the, something, yeah.
3: Like, yeah. Uh, schizoid or something. Yeah, Schizo. that was the
1: title that they were gonna use. It's uh, yeah. Woman um,
3: then we talked Necromantic Two. Um, we did moods. Oh, we did mood swings. Oh, old school. <laughs> wow, I for, I even forgot <laughs>
1: about that. Holy shit! Wow.
3: Um, we did voicemails and Q and A's. Then we did our DVDs obsolete question mark. That's actually one like, thing
1: I miss about this show is is doing question or taking questions from uh the listeners. That's something I yeah, was like doing. You should
3: bring it back in a segment, maybe pick like five or something, you know. Well, I actually did put that thing on Patreon and people signed up for it and then we never asked we never answered their questions, so
2: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one ever asked. I d yeah, I didn't even the, know there was questions asked. I can't remember.
3: I think we're supposed to reach out to them and ask them. Uh, I'm going to predict that Jeremy reviewed High Tension. No. I'm going to say Moods reviewed High Tension, Jeremy reviewed Dead Nude Girls. No. Okay, you reviewed High (laughs) Tension. Yep. Moods reviewed Dead Nude Girls, and then I reviewed Dead the deathbed, The Bed That Eats, oh, then Jeremy girls.
2: Devil's Business. Nope, that new? was Moods. Never seen the devil. Oh, dead yeah, dead didn't didn't have New Girls is
1: actually... See, I must have planned that out because that's a Ryan Nicholson film too.
2: <laughs> this is a JF- JF1 era.
3: Yeah, he didn't have enough films, so I reviewed Day of the Mummy, which sucked. Uh, then Pick of the Week, Italian Stallion, and Pick of the Week, Quick Cuts, Gutter Balls, and Hanger. Quick oh, cut. this was this Holy must fuck. have been the, the infamous... Uh, corn dog. Because in the description there it says corn dog's video. Ember like corn, corn dog. dog. Oh man,
1: remember, remember how much Ember backlash. corn <laughs> dog?
3: He like bitched that we were taught like I don't know. He like made a video about us or something, and then oh uh, really? We yeah, referenced he- it. Yeah, he made it like talking about how DVD is about to die because 4K is on its way and stuff like that. All the way wow. in 2014. Yeah, dude. Jesus. You don't remember that that big debate? And that's why we said is uh is our DVDs obsolete? That was at one hour and 54 minutes. And as you can see, there are still just as many DVDs being bought today as there were back then. And that was, yeah, what? he took that whole five years ago, our conversation,
1: you know, basically answering to what he said totally the wrong half way. decade ago. Yeah, that we he took that totally the wrong way. Remember how much that started? It, there was like back and forth for a while. Whatever fucking happened to Corn Dog Man? I kind of like that guy. Just,
2: remember, yeah, remember yeah. what well, he happened? Was our first the hell ever? Too who the hell happened to JPR? Remember JPR? That dude was hilarious. He was fucking crazy. That guy. Yeah, like absolutely insane. John Paul sure. Rodriguez. He was fucking I mean, mental. And him, dude. Yeah, because he's fucking crazy.
3: Um,
1: so. Also wanted to add, because I just found this out like 15 minutes ago, and that's uh, Robert Forster passed away, apparently, today. Oh, uh, That's absolutely insane. You know, he's known for... Uh, Robert, a- he was an alligator. Oh, yeah. He was in Vigilante. He was um, Max Cherry and Jackie Brown.
3: That other dude passed away, too. The dude from the end of Jackass. The yep. Jackass movies. Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Oh, yeah. really?
1: Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Forster. I always liked that guy, man. He was a great actor. But I I personally love him in Jackie Brown, man. As Max Cherry, I love that role. It's one of my favorites.
2: Yeah. So we're getting about the most important thing. What the Steelers are one and four.
3: (laughs) It's a tough one and four, though. I mean, if you watch the games, it's been a tough road. I am content with the season. I feel like the. Ben, game that Ben got injured in the Seattle game I felt like that was winnable we almost won that one uh, we almost won the San Francisco game of course the Baltimore game came down to a fumble from Juju second time that he's ruined my my day um, so yeah I mean it, it's it is what it is one and four First time we've been one and four in a very long time. Well, it's you know, it's nice to
1: be down with the rest of us, man. I mean, who would have ever thought in two thousand nineteen the Pittsburgh Steelers would be one and four and the Buffalo Bills would be four and one?
3: That is true. That's insane. I will say this, man. It's never happened before. Never. At this point, is it crazy to think that Tom Brady can win 10 Super Bowl rings? Like, because I'm watching this dude and I'm just like, this is, this isn't, and not only that, the Patriots' D is so good right now. It's just, I can't even believe. I expect every year the team to get worse, and this is the best the team looked in probably like six or seven years, dude. I don't know what the hell is going on. I know, on? This I know it's
1: scary, right? They lose guys like Gronk and all these other cats and stuff, and then the team's fucking yeah, just killing it, it again. It's, it blows my mind. It's so frustrating. I mean, it's frustrating for the rest of the league and stuff, but try being a Bills fan yeah. where it's already a struggle to win games, but then when you have to face them twice a year, it sucks, dude. Brutal. Yeah.
3: But you know what's funny is the AFC North is the, the leading, the leader in the division right now is the three and two Ravens. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so it's like, it's, it's funny. And then you have Cleveland going up against, I think like, uh, um, Seattle, who Russell Wilson's playing, having like a monster year. So, I mean, it, it it's funny because like the winner of the division could be eight and eight.
2: <laughs> you yeah, know right.
3: You're I mean? like nine and nine and seven well, or something. Well, remember like the year? But, remember when? Yeah, Seattle. The
2: year where Seattle won. They were, they were like eight
3: yeah, and eight. Yeah,
1: seven and nine. No, they were seven yeah. and nine, and they fucking yeah. won their division. And didn't they win their first playoff game too or something? Like it was, it was fucked, man. It was but, so Yeah, crazy. I mean.
3: The AFC North right now, for from a division that used to be a powerhouse, uh, you know, three teams would make it often. I mean, it's just a joke over there right now.
2: It's but, like the I mean, Central baseball.
1: I mean, it's crazy how long that lasted for anyways, to be honest. I mean, generally you yeah. get a quite the turnover in teams and stuff, but to, to stay that consistent in football is crazy.
3: Yeah, and you know what? I'll it, say that the Cleveland is being like Cleveland. I think is a massive disappointment this year. Like, oh Jeremy dude, underperforming. We're like, gonna contend. I mean, they're just not doing what they were supposed to with all that talent. With um, all that talent, they went and got dude. I mean, oh, I know, I know I they're, they're Cleveland client, they're being they're Cleveland. Sharp. Yeah, that's what I told you before the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't buy it until so it's I like see the Bears it. are being the Bears. Nah, the the Bears don't have that kind of. Reputation. The Bears
1: look pretty good. I mean, they just.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think bigger things will come for the Bears this year. I'm not worried about them.
2: Yeah.
3: Anyway, I know people hate when we talk football sometimes. <laughs> no, just Carly. Yeah, she does, but well, I th- yeah. I- I've heard other people say that. So Jeremy- how
2: was the same Blair Witch on the big screen?
3: I'll talk about that later, probably, because I don't really have that much of what we watched.
2: Jeremy,
1: you're back. You missed last week. Yeah. Where were you?
2: Uh, working, no, very on-
1: much. Well, I know we said that you were working, but what were you working on?
2: What was I working on? Uh, Cox, Help I Fallen and I Can't Get Up. Cox? You are working on Cox? Cox Media. <laughs> I, I know.
1: Nice. I did.
2: Oh, you didn't know? They're, mm. they're Eastern, East Coast Company. I'm surprised. Yeah, I've heard them. of it. We don't have them here, but
3: hmm.
2: Help I Fallen and I Can't Get Up. Hmm. Wow.
3: Was that fun?
2: No? No. I'm did doing you, an Illinois tourism job next. That one wh- What was the last fun one you was on? The one I, the FISA one that I did a couple weeks ago for the Bears. That one was okay. We shot at Soldier's Field a day after the horrible week one loss. That was just an embarrassment. But yeah, both teams played crappy in that game, though, dude.
3: I've I think seen it was
2: on TV like since. So. i hmm. seen it on TV like two weeks after we shot it. I was like, those fuckers pushed that out faster than... They really push them out pretty fast. It's kind of crazy. They're like done in like 10 days and they're already on TV since Candyman finished. Did it? Yep. Last week. That's cool. I still haven't asked a homie if Tony Todd is playing Candyman.
1: I I thought I just read something too that said because we reported that he uh, Tony Todd wasn't playing Candyman and then yeah but
2: then it says no I didn't just, report that I just said he's
3: confirmed in the film yeah yeah but, but now they're least, saying that
1: he's going to be Candyman that he's actually what? can yeah I read that was, this
2: crazy yeah. yeah and I was like
1: what the like, I would
3: give
2: them props if they if they went that ballsy I don't know no one will tell me they fucking signed their NDAs and they're all scared. Yeah, I mean, quote. I, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> it man. makes
3: sense that you're sitting on a podcast telling us that you're trying to get them to tell you so you can tell everybody else. So yeah, I think
2: they probably made the right move. Well, I wouldn't tell them who told me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? The uh, yeah, Candyman. That that's pretty cool that they're shooting in Chicago and stuff.
2: Well, I would hope they would shoot here. Well, I wonder what they, they shot they're in Cabrini do. Green, and now it's all yeah, like, but it's, it's not fair nice.
3: anymore. Plus, it's... they shot in Louisiana and for Candyman 2, so it's kind of
2: all over the place. Yeah. It's not like Children of the Corn 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, what the hell was I going to say? It was
3: something else. Oh, yeah, I wanted to just kind of shout this out there, so... Um, we are going and by we, I mean, me and Brandon are going to relaunch our trivia competition that failed like four years ago. Um, this time we're going to get more reliable people and we're <clears> going to <throat> set a rule that if you can't make your date, yeah. that you get replaced. You know, you know what happens? You uh, know, I what signed ha- both of you guys up. You know, you
1: know why this shit always fails? Because you pick the worst time of the year to do this shit. That's a busy project and we're, we're not super doing it. F- well, what about November's super fucking busy too? Yeah, for us. But that's what I'm saying. But you're part of it, though. You're like an organizer. How the hell are you supposed to juggle that shit?
3: Because it's not that. It's not that much. Yeah, it's, considering we're on like a, twelve podcasts now, it's gonna be like a twenty-five, thirty-minute thing each. But it never you know, it's not is though. To be, but you still gotta take the
1: time to do the questions, get everything together. You gotta work oh, on we, fucking <laughs> sorting out guests. We
3: already got the questions. We did just did Brandon to, still do, have all like, his
1: questions written from before?
3: Uh me and him had a we me and him worked on a bunch and he lost his, but I found mine. And oh. we I'd say there's probably still like a good like hundred and some questions on there. Hmm. Um so yeah, uh we need eight uh sixteen players. I think we have about eleven with the, counting you two, so just need a couple more. And it should be fun.
1: Yeah, it'll really depend on what nights you can organize that to do. Because there are certain nights I totally can't go. Or well, it'd have to be super you, late, you which would, I doubt it. So you you guys would guys just to
3: need that. to find out who your opponent is in the random draw. Let's say it's Jeremy. That would be pretty easy. Um, and Hey, I won
2: the just, last time.
3: You guys would just come on and, and do uh, a thing
2: true that are they like super hard like obscure questions like
3: no i try to make that because sometimes we feel like they're not that that hard but then like nobody because we did record four episodes from the old one and i still have those episodes they are very funny we
1: we were on skype i don't know month and a half ago or whatever and matt brought out he has that horror trivia box set or whatever and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, trivia questions and shit. And he, he was asking some questions and they were pretty good. They were a good level. I think for even, I mean, for like the hardcore fan, that's really into trivia and stuff. They were a little bit easy, but they were decent questions, I thought, actually. So yeah. kind of mid range kind of thing and stuff. So we, we yeah. try
3: to go like with some stuff that's like kind of obvious, like we, one of our favorites um, things that we do. And I guess I guess this isn't really a spoiler, but. Um, we like to do taglines. Um, so we'll say a tagline to a movie and you have to know what it is. Mm. Um, man,
1: that's crazy, dude. Like, holy man, I I never even try to absorb that information. Like that's, that's, or we'll, or we'll do,
3: um, quotes from a movie like, like, I'm going to be a bro or something. And then I'm like, what movie is that? And then I, you'd be like I, child's play two And I'd be like, no, dumbass, It's child's play three.
1: I do always remember. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's the house tagline where it says ding dong. You're dead.
3: <laughs> well now all the people know the answer to that. So, wow. Well,
1: fuck I only referenced that because you talked about house earlier. And yeah, I, I just I, remember I, like as a kid seeing the poster in the video store and that just fucking, it used to make me like ding dong. You're dead. It's just yeah, so th- those those ones are really
3: fun. The <laughs> yeah. the the quotes and the taglines. Because honestly, we don't pick like super obscure ones like um you know, what was the tagline to breeders nineteen ninety one or something. <laughs> Nobody fucking knows breeders. what that is, you know what I mean? <laughs> um and uh you know, so we try to pick ones that are a little bit more important. Of course we do like franchise stuff, like um what is you know how many what is the longest of the Halloween films that's not actually a question but I'm just saying like that you know that would be I don't even know but Halloween I would take two? a guess and I would say Halloween one or two um, uh, the Rob Zombie I'm Zombies yeah, yeah. I oh, feel like uh, Halloween two is probably the longest
2: so that's what I would guess you know but it, it's, it's just fun stuff like Halloween that. one is 121 minutes and Halloween two is 119 minutes
1: so I, was, I, was gonna, I was gonna say Rob Zombies.
2: So, so we would have got it. I would have
3: meet Jeremy would have got it wrong, Liz would have got it right, he would have got a point. Um, but yeah, there's you know, we try to do all kind of categories from like rape or revenge. These are um, these aren't the real ones, I'm just saying rape or revenge, the creature features, and we randomize like five categories and pick like random five <sighs> questions from each one, and then it's a battle. And if you get it right, <clears throat> you get to pick. The category kind of like jeopardy style you know what i mean so
1: is this going to be like how is it going to be recorded video style or is it going to be recorded just I audio? i would prefer and
3: then... to do it like video style yeah
1: video style time. yeah
3: because then we could see if jeremy's cheating too
1: <laughs> through that
3: through that yeah. or, is so it, or when he's about
1: to style. mute or or when he's about to move his bed so we can just like mute him
3: yeah Um, But yeah, it should be cool. And I think that me and Brandon, like what we decided on is like if you if anybody has to cancel their date, then like no, no hard feelings. But you will be replaced just because that's how the last one ended. Because um, I want to say it was like Watson or something who. I uh, couldn't find his date. Oh, he probably uh, got all shit-faced on his whiskey yeah, and started beating He was facing Carly, off. which is funny enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke. I don't think people yeah, really we know had, that uh,
3: Dave Z versus Jerry. Um, there was Matt Wassell versus Mike Merriman. I actually have Mike's episode still recorded, too. Hmm. Um, yeah, hmm. there was a good, I would say, like three or four that we recorded. <laughs>
1: fuck i would love to hear that game lacy against fucking watson when
3: they're drinking <laughs> dude that would be, that uh, shit would that, take 4 it, hours they each other it's mandatory like shot every question <laughs> it <would take> four <laughs>
1: fucking <laughs> hours to get that through that shit man ah uh, oh, fuck that's awesome Okay. Well, that, um, yeah, I mean, that sounds that, good. That, I mean, that. like I, you know, like I said, you know, even in you know November, it's going to be a little bit busy. But who knows? Whatever. It's up to you.
3: Yeah. Maybe we'll hold off till December. I don't know. Maybe January. Chris, oh, Christmas edition.
1: Listen. Do a Christmas edition. All the trivia all questions all are are Christmas. Christmas, Christmas horror film related. Yeah. Oh man. I, wanna,
3: I don't spend that much time. Um, it actually gets hard coming up with shit. You know what I mean? Like, because you have to think. You're just like, okay, what can I ask? Like, okay. Um, how many stripes are on Freddy's thing uh, shirt sure. and then I look up and see if it's even possible to find okay it's not that information isn't anywhere so you know what I mean like should I ca- count no I don't want to spend that much time to do it Um. so you know what I mean that's that's that and oh so I think that the last little housekeeping thing I want to announce this I don't know if you guys want to but I don't care so two things one not only are we doing Italian Horror Month this year not only are we doing four directors, one repeat, and three new directors, but we're actually doing five weeks for Italian Horror Month, and there will be four new directors.
2: Yay.
1: Yeah, we were – <laughs> Jeremy
3: know, sounded so enthusiastic. We were working
1: out this Italian Month, and you know, as we had it all worked out, and I was logging it into Google, our Google spreadsheet, and I was like, um, there is a fucking extra week here because I, I, I logged it in and left out the 15th. I'm like we can have a fifth director. This is crazy. So I'm the really only, I'm really stoked about that.
2: The only positive thing about the whole Italian month situation is that I could say I've seen every Argento movie ever. It's about it. No, next year you have to wait till next year. I know, but I'm saying by the end of it I'll yeah. be able to say I've seen every Argento movie. Well, it's, if you
3: remember when I brought up the idea of Italian horror month, I suggested that we do it because I was so lax in Italian horror, and I was like, I want to learn stuff. Um, because I did I had only seen like four Italian horror movies, and now just with the you know f- four years that we've done it, I've seen like a lot. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what three six twelve every year. Yeah, that's that's a good bit of yeah. Italian horror. And I've seen Argento's almost entire filmography specifically from Italian Horror Month, which is just crazy.
1: Got to get you more uh, versed on the Bava, man. It's well, crazy you, we somebody
3: needs to pick Bava.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like since Argento is being repeated every year, I just want to do other instead of repeating more.
3: I feel like we're getting to the point, though, where it's like,
2: not me i'll pick somebody i, no, I, I don't they, they're, they're i don't still think is the movies more.
3: that we're actually picking for the other ones are that great like they usually have like one or two good ones and then one dud
1: yeah i think
0: no.
3: you
1: know honestly man i think the the films that are coming up this year i think are gonna be i mean i haven't seen a couple of them i,
3: I literally don't even so. know what we're doing like i have to lo- i only know agento like i have to look at the list or whatever and
1: like the one see what i need to buy one of the films from the director that Jeremy picked, we actually just got copies in ourselves. I've never seen that before, so.
3: Yeah. I, I actually, uh, wait, you guys ordered copies without me? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a... I, I paid mean. for it, you dickhead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I know, know, but,
3: like, why didn't you guys let me know that we were doing this, like, special, like... Remember back in the day when we used to order copies of stuff together <laughs> on Tiny Chat? Yeah. Tiny Chat. <laughs>
1: Jeremy probably got the lap- <laughs> the last cheapest copy on Amazon.com, too. It's probably going it was like eight bucks, bucks shipped.
3: <laughs> Can I get <laughs> it pretty- rip at least? It is on the Google Drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, but that and then I think we decided on this. So for our decade end show, we're gonna do a ranking of every year
2: in the tens. We <clears throat> yes. oh, yeah, you know, twenty thirteen is gonna win.
3: What? You're tripping, bro. What are you? I can't about?
1: even answer. I I'd have to take a look overall, man, and really go. Yeah, twenty thirteen last... might not even be top three, but yeah, now that you're thinking. Was that the first top ten list that we did? Was twenty yeah, thirteen? Yeah, but
3: keep in mind, those will not be the uh, that like they will not represent the years that we did them because we're going to be doing them retro style. So whatever year they are on IMDb, that way it'll be way less complicated.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure.
3: Yeah. So stuff like the battery, which we had for like 2013 would be 2012. And like a lot of the films that we had in our top 10 for like 2016 would be actually 2014 films or vice versa. Yeah, so it's really going to shift things around.
1: That was one of those films that totally got bypassed in, in lists because it came out at an odd time and it was between years and shit. And I'm like, how the fuck yeah. is the battery not on any <laughs> of these lists? is crazy yeah. talk. but.
3: So um, I was just like looking and like uh, there's like two years that I feel really strongly about, um, and yeah, it's I, I think it's very interesting to sort of rank them. Um, I'm gonna
1: have to really take a look at 2010 and 11 and 12. Like I'm yeah, I must I,
3: it I, I before the podcast. like yeah. 10, 11, 12.
1: Like I know, I know, I can think of some films
3: from those years, but I mean
1: overall, I don't right know now, how they 10 rank.
3: 10 up. and 12 are very good, um, and then yeah i think those two are very good actually Mm. um yeah 10 is very good so yeah there's it should be fun and that way we could talk about each year the significant films that came out but without spoiling like future top 10s or anything like that i think that that is a kind of a cool way to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so those that the italian horror month coming in november and then end of the decade probably coming in January I would say
1: yeah probably probably well we're going to do that show after our top 10 which we're probably yeah. going to do in 2019 you know Christmas top 10 well, show right yeah. around the same time and then January yes. pro- maybe may, may the first show the top yeah. decade show I don't know Yeah, we'll, it, it, we'll
3: take zero prep you know what I mean the prep has been done all decade long <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs>
1: Um, also with Italian month, we have a couple guests lined up. Um, one of the guests, I think we might've mentioned this last week has never been on the show before. Um, so that's exciting. And I know that person's really, really excited to be on and he's a well-known person.
3: And then so, everybody else is listening there and like, who's the other guest, Derek? Yeah. <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there still might be more. We're not hundred percent sure on like how things.
3: I one for every episode.
1: Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, sure actually. Actually, we just heard today like somebody else wants to be on an episode, so that might work out. Um Yeah, I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We might have five guests. I know
3: Jeremy likes that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except for Greg, he's banned from the show because he ditched us one year for Italian Horn Month.
1: Did actually, oh. and he was he was really <laughs> stoked to do it. it. Was I remember? I think it was for the fault. It was for the faulty episode.
3: Greg who? Um. Yeah, of the end of the creeps. Of the creeps. Uh-huh. Yeah, because
1: he was like he always used to message me like, Yo man, i gonna get on the show and I'm like, dude, you can get on this Fauci show and it was like the Gates of Hell trilogy and shit and fucking copped out. I was like, damn it.
3: Yeah, that was that was, I believe that was Fauci too.
1: Yeah, I think it was actually. We did two oh yeah, we did do two Fauci, that's right. Yeah, and
3: then um Yeah, what is this fifth Argento? <laughs> this is like well, how many years that?
1: have we been doing this five five years so or the Italian month five years so yeah five
2: yeah I
3: think so
1: that's f- that's, you, you think about that it's 15 fucking argento films man
2: can I ask you guys a serious question did you really think we were gonna make it this long yes we really thought when we started you were I, gonna I make did it six I, years I did because that's a long time six fucking years
1: you know it's funny actually because people would be like oh man you got a podcast that's that's cool you know like just kind of downplaying it and stuff i'm like yeah we've been going since like 2000 when did 13. we start 13 and they're like holy shit, crazy you guys are still going and like that and then the reaction kind of pipes or changes a little bit right because everybody has a fucking podcast now
3: yeah right? like oh you it's podcast true. i'm
1: like no we've been around since it became like super popular you're like yeah. when we started this show it wasn't as popular as it is now just face yeah. it wasn't i'm not Definitely. just saying that because it's it's just the way it was And I would say probably about 2015, 16 is when it got crazy popular. It seemed like everybody Mm -hmm. was doing a podcast about everything. I mean, at one point, JP had about 61 of them going at one Mm -hmm. time. And I mean, Christ, I mean, even Carly has like three podcasts. It's fucking insane. Derek
3: Derek has like six. Jerry has like six. It's insane.
1: Um, Honestly, dude, every time I host on Fresh Cuts, it's crazy. Venom, he's part of like 10 podcasts. Yeah, and and so at yeah. the end of the every episode, if you guys maybe have we should get it, Venom.
3: He hasn't done one with us yet.
1: No, he hasn't. Um, so at the end of every episode, they always, you know, okay, tell us what's coming up on the on your other podcast, and it takes them like twenty five minutes. I'm like, dude, you need a podcast to talk about all your podcasts. It's fucking insane, it's true. man. But you
3: know, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it is uh, November. A long time. November is the uh, sixth year. Six-year anniversary. Um, I, I, I get what you are saying. Like you didn't expect for it to go this long. Jeremy expected it to die this year. Yeah. <laughs> In his live streams, he's like, "Oh no, it just seems like it's dying." But uh, now it feels like we never left after we just record an episode. You well, know the know what funny what I mean?
1: thing is, is that we took the break at the same time we take a break every year. We just ended up going a month longer. That was sure. the only difference in, in in this year. I know it seemed like well, a long. The time. other big difference is
3: we shows. didn't do any summer shows, which normally yeah. we do one or two. I know. Yeah, that I know. was. I, I tried difference.
1: to get one going. There was a weekend I think in August or whatever, but Jeremy was working and there was just no way.
3: Well, I, I was busier than normal, honestly. Like normally, yeah. I don't have much going on, but I had like a few trips planned and stuff like that. So yeah, that that. <sighs>
1: Man, this year has been I just want 2019 to fucking end. It's been the worst year of my entire life personally. Well, wow. I've had so much crazy shit happen to me this year and the summer was crazy busy. I'm just I'm just glad that it's the year's moving on and we're into October, which is it's just a fun month. It's a good way to get my mentality into a fun place and shit and I'm just glad to be back doing this, man. You know, that's yeah, why I've been I've yeah. been so into like, hey, let's get these episodes. Let's get everything organized and fucking let's do this shit, man. I've been really motivated this month man i've been having so much fun doing the 31 days making videos before the you know october started again and uh i've just been guesting on things and doing other things and stuff and i just from really back into or really into this again so it's awesome i'm having fun
2: and and it's that time of the year again folks it's time for me to preview the 24-hour horror marathon that i go to every year a lot of people's favorite segments I actually want to do this. I want to talk about all the movies that what, what, when are you going to that? This is next Saturday, October the nineteenth. So So you'll talk about it on the Halloween show. I will talk about it on the Halloween show. You know, this is something I do every year and I talk about it on the show. And a lot of people seem to like it. So I wanna say what this year's lineup's gonna be, and I want to get your guys' opinion on it. So We got The Man Who Laughs from 1928. That's understandable with The Joker being out now. That movie was supposed to uh, influence The Joker quite a bit. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. We got The Office Killer from 1997 on 35mm starring uh, Molly Ringwald. I think it's a Miramax movie. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, that's a a rare one. Mm Mm-hmm uh let's scare jennifer uh, on that let's scare jessica to death it's fucking chump <laughs> let's, let's scare a-
1: jessica to death what is that like an argento let's remake sca- no, <laughs> you
2: said let's scare jennifer, jennifer or jennifer to say jessica <laughs> jennifer yeah Argento remake right there yep. yep that's a 16 millimeter uh demons 2 hmm. bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell I want
1: you to be fun. It is so much fun, man. It's the it's the fucking uh, Japanese Evil Dead movie.
2: Yeah. I think I it's reviewed 60, that last year, actually, in 31 days. It's so it's much only, fun, man. It's only 62 minutes, so it'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Dog Soldiers with Neil Marshall there to do a Q&A. I want you to be pretty good. That's in 35 millimeter. Definitely. Uh, Fent Horizon in 35 millimeter. I don't mm. even know if that's really a horror movie. That's more like a... Sci fi, that's an early Paul Thomas. Sci fi horror, I guess. I mean, you can I mean, it's, you uh, Is uh, alien sci fi horror? Kinda. Yeah. 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 Retribution from '87. That's a rare one. That's on 35mm. That's a I've fun never seen that one. That's a
1: fun movie, man.
2: Yeah. Alligator on 35mm. <laughs> Chicago I've classic. We're just I've talking about Alligator. That's crazy. Millimeter. Yeah. That's a Chicago um,
3: classic. That is a awesome mm-hmm. movie.
2: Yeah, they're showing that at 3.30 in the morning, so we'll see how gone I am by that time. Uh, Tetsu the Iron Man, again, yeah, I have watched watch it
1: again. Though. That is so random, right? I don't want to watch that shit again, I just watched
2: but it. But it's so fast. But That dude, was like a
1: year ago. But honestly, man, <laughs> watching Tetsu, I think that would be kind of cool on the big screen, though. At yeah. 5 it's o'clock like all in the visuals.
3: morning? 5 F- o'clock in the morning is probably the perfect well, just, time to watch it, because you'll be like, in and out of consciousness and no, dude,
1: the fucking sound and like just the flashiness of it and shit it'll keep you right awake, man. How could you how could you fall asleep to that racket?
3: <laughs> well, I
2: fall asleep to everything, but yeah. Fucking
1: crazy man.
2: And we got Halloween two on thirty five millimeter, the fly two on thirty five millimeter. Two? Why are they yeah. showing the fly
3: two? Uh, that's so random. Oh,
2: uh, that's actually a good one
3: because that, that movie's like fun and gory. It's a little underrated, Fly Two.
2: I don't mind it, but it's just a weird one to show. I don't know. Not as weird as the f- finale, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's the <laughs> finale. Witch. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Boots M- hasn't said anything. I-, I feel
3: like this marathon. <sighs> well, rest is in, is, in peace is, to like, Luke Perry. On past ones.
2: Yeah, there's some there's some good heavy hitters in there like Retribution and Office Killer. That's a really weird one, but everything else is just like yeah. yeah. It's it's and not it, a bad lineup. I mean it's. I don't think anything is like
1: atrocious. It's entertaining anyways. Yeah. It's always fun. I always look forward to it. See some stuff on celluloid. Who, who decided to pick Buffy as the headliner though? I don't know. The guy who programs it. but like, why would you, that's just so weird. Yeah. It's a very strange choice. Hmm. Crazy. I'm, I'm
2: interesting to see Neil Marshall talk about dog soldiers, I'm curious to see if anybody brings up Hellboy in his Q and A, and if he's going to get all mad. But <laughs>
1: I wonder what it looks uh, like on 35 millimeter, because that yeah, be that's grainy as fuck, man. At
2: 2002, that's sort of late print. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. Well, You're because I always news? heard,
1: I always heard that even you know when Screen Factory did their, oh no, they didn't do the restoration. I think it was because the prints were all not the greatest and stuff, or some. Remember
3: that no, one that that, was, that one got super delayed because they were trying to like maybe do something better but like that's just the way that it looks
1: well that's what i'm saying he shot it like it's like really great maybe use like cheap stock or something i don't know maybe that was a personal choice but yeah don't know guess we'll find
3: out is that that got that uh transfer the screen factory one is director approved
1: yeah, it is crazy though, because when you think about it like 2002 generally the movies would be looking pretty decent at that point but that movie looks a lot older than it is Mm-hmm. Just because of the stock that he used, so
3: I do love that movie though.
1: Yeah, it's good. But you always have problems with it though. Who me? Yeah, I remember. There's a couple points in there. You're just like, this doesn't make fucking sense. Probably. I, I can't remember what it is right now. I just but remember. I, I remember us debating with, uh, about Tigers it one time.
3: Not afraid as well. Oh, for fu- what the fuck? <laughs> really? Listen, have you seen? You.
1: Have you seen that, Listen Jeremy?
3: review. No.
1: Oh man. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought you'd like it, man. It's got a bunch of Mexicans in it.
3: I did like it.
1: Well, shit.
3: I just lied and said that I didn't. Yeah. Because I liked the troll. Dude, I knew you were a
1: troll. Just because the way you were like, when is the shit getting good? And you were totally just throwing that to the sharks, too. Because you knew that there was people in there like Brandon and Mike and stuff that loved it. I know Venom Uh loved it. Like, pretty much everybody that that talks in there regularly said they loved the movie. So... Yeah, you were, you were tossing darts, man.
3: All right, I guess it's news time. Well, wow, fine.
1: Yeah, Jesus let,
2: Christ. No, man. It's <laughs> No, you we still me. got
1: we still got a few more points here. It's only been like 53 minutes around. Um but now, most people's bad.
2: shows are over by now.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um let's uh let's move on to the news for sure. <laughs> live okay well, no. we'll do it live fuck it do it live I can, i'll can. write it and we'll do it live all right.
0: all right
3: there it really isn't that much news to be honest um obviously the the big news was ryan nicholson passing away which we talked about um r.i.p yep uh the next little bit of news is um one of the bigger things i saw this week and that is that hbo has ordered a maniac cop tv series from nicholas winding reffin
2: well that was supposed to be a movie for like a long time this has been in development for years yeah and then it was in like
3: sort of development hell and lustig like came out and was like all pissed or something
2: yeah so yeah hbo i mean that's a good place to do it i guess
3: yeah yes yeah, so. maybe
2: because um,
1: it had something to do with larry cohen dying they're just like well the writer's dead so well maybe
3: it was larry Co- no i can't remember no, he but was, no, Larry yeah. Cohen actually
1: did. I remember when the movie, the remake was in developments. He remember he spoke up on it and he yeah, was like yeah, not into that shit. That. He he yeah. was like, he really didn't want that to happen and shit. So, well, obviously now that he's passed away, then they're just like, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's greenlight this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So set in Los Angeles, maniac cop is still told through a kaleidoscope of characters from cop to common criminal. A killer in uniform has uncaged mayhem upon the streets, Paranoia leads to a social disorder as the city wrestles and the mystery of the exterminator in blue. Is he a more a mere mortal or a supernatural force?
0: Those are be fun to do on the show.
3: I, I, it, do you think that this is, like, I know nothing's technically needed, but I'm not really sure if I, like, what, Maniac Cop, the TV series? Like, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like well, it, at least the guy doing it's like I feel like said. it could work Does it have because it that big of a following yeah I mean
1: I get that but I, I feel like as a series it could work because considering what the storyline is what the narrative is I mean it's really just kind of a horror version of a police show in a sense yeah. right I mean it's it definitely the USA network yeah it could definitely work um but you're right though I mean is there enough people out there that are going holy f- I can't fucking wait for this maniac like, cop I, TV show I, I this is gonna like be amazing the-
3: I feel like the people that are going to be watching it are going to be watching it because they're a fan of HBO and not like that. They, they Or probably Nicholas. Heard well, of. I, I'll oh.
1: be honest, man. I'll be honest. Like I was like that back in the day, man, you know, the early days of, you know, when Oz was on there. And, you know, it seemed like every show that was premiering on HBO, I'd always want to watch because they always had really interesting material. You know, Oz I obviously don't up. watch HBO anymore as much um, you know but they had lots of great shows you know The Wire Sopranos They had so many great shows over the years I mean if this was coming out back then I'd be checking it out for sure I was definitely one of those people that was all about uh, HBO products so
3: yeah I'll check it out I mean I like even though I say that I mean mean, if it is
1: coming from you know ref uh, I mean it could possibly be pretty interesting but he's just a producer on it so I mean that's not really that inviting I mean if he doesn't have anything to do with actually doing the show uh, we're not going to get, you know, drive and shit like that, so.
3: Mm-hmm. But. Alright, um, moving on here, uh, just a little bit of news. Um, we talked about Halloween Kills last week. Uh, <laughs> turns out, Charles Cyphers is returning as Lee Brackett. So.
2: Everybody's returning in this movie.
3: Yeah, everybody from movies that don't exist in the franchise's timeline. <laughs> it's
1: <Yeah>. so ignorant, <laughs> man. It, this, it's just so... A fucking Halloween franchise, man. I
3: mean, technically, he was in Halloween 1, but I'm just saying, like, you know... It's,
1: it's, it's annoying. It, I, it, it's it, pulling it, a fuckery. It, every time I hear the term Halloween franchise, it hurts my brain. It really hurts my brain, man. Well, now but there's, I love to what is just... There? There's,
2: there's, there's three timelines, right?
1: Yeah, but I just love to uh, poke...
2: No? There is Halloween, Halloween 2,
3: H2O,
0: yeah.
3: Halloween, that's one, Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, 5, and 6, that's two, then there's Rob Zombie's Halloweens, and then there's this new one, which is Halloween, Halloween. It's ridiculous. Halloween kills, and then Halloween kills again. Can you
1: fucking believe this shit, man? Okay. Going back to last week's episode when we were talking about, you know, the strongest franchises. Oh, and, and shit.
3: then the Season of which ha- timeline as well, if you might uh, yeah. that.
1: Right? So, we're talking about the strongest franchise, and we kind of agree. We've always kind of agreed that Tremors is, you know, it's arguably one of the strongest overall franchises. because yeah. in I, our I opinions, say
3: Evil dead. The people saying Evil Dead, I think that's a very good argument. Psycho. That, that's no, definitely... because the, everybody <laughs> says Psycho, but they discount the remake and the tv it depends uh, on how you look at the shit and it
1: totally is true because a lot of people are not including the remake and i'm like how can you not well, to me the a re-
3: franchise just means everything under the umbrella of the film series
1: exactly how can you discount a remake and stuff it doesn't make any fucking sense but the point i was trying to get at here is that of course all the halloween fanboys fucking come out and they're all clicking on that option in the poll and i'm like halloween's the strongest franchise what it has more fucking misses than it has hits fucking Halloween fanboys are the worst Fuck. Um, it just drives I mean, me insane I mean I like
3: most of the Halloweens honestly
1: but, I mean but, but like let's be honest I know a lot of these people are biased and it's their favorite franchise so they just automatically say it's the strongest I get that but let's let's be honest even you you, you like most of the films you're not going to say it's one of the, the strongest it's definitely not no, top three I
3: think Friday the 13th is way stronger than Halloween yeah, I do too. Actually, you know, I mean, I only th- see one miss in Friday Thirteenth, and that's Jason Axe. See,
1: I'm a Freddy person, and you know, I-, I try not to be biased when I say things, but I think that franchise is way stronger than the Halloween one.
3: Well, I I have one miss in in that franchise, and that's the remake. Child's Play isn't bad. Yeah, uh, see, Child's I- Play isn't great. Um, Child's S- Play isn't bad, but. I mean, you got one through three, solid. Uh of Chucky, take it or leave it. Seed of Chucky, leave it. Yeah. Um, Curse of Chucky, take it. Cult of Chucky, leave it, honestly. If I'm being honest, I'd say leave it. And then the new one, I would take it. So
0: yeah.
3: kind of back and forth on that one. But Tremors, I would take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, and take it.
1: I mean, for me personally, man, Phantasm is still up there, even though part five is definitely – the, the sore thumb of the they, franchise. That's but, leave it. But it's not horrible.
3: It's, it's not horrible, but
1: I wouldn't say it's good. And
3: that's that's what is.
1: See, I would take Phantasm and Tremors over my favorite franchise as being stronger because to me, like I'm a huge Freddy fan, but I will honestly admit I have two misses in that franchise. Part six, Freddy's dead and the remake.
3: I feel I, like you're too hard on Freddy's dead. It's fine fun I don't, movie. Dude, and it's not like I'm trying to do it
1: purposely. Like I want to like that movie it's just it pisses me off to no fucking tomorrow man all that movies just drives me nuts and of course the remake i don't even want to get started on that bullshit but uh yeah dude i don't know man it's crazy halloween up there and i mean i get the evil dead thing you know there's only four films
3: listen you want to know another strong franchise leprechaun <laughs> All what? but Origins. Oh, I even have come around on
1: space. Dude, the fucking Hood movies, man. Yeah.
3: Dude, oh, the not. Hood movie, the, the second Hood movie is a genuinely good Leprechaun film. Fucking Postmaster P. The first P. one, I've, com- I've come around on the Postmaster P one, too.
1: <laughs> man, we haven't brought the Postmaster P thing in a while. That used to be yeah. an ongoing joke, man. Well, hopefully
2: after my review of Cracker Jack, I could go back and watch those movies and sort of follow what was going on because i've uh i've i've uh updated my slang library of words oh yeah, <laughs> Get yeah. that title man cracker
1: is it literally about a white cracker yeah fuck that's too funny man and it's absolutely trash only mikey would pick something like that
2: it's worse than hip-hop which oh anyway no. nothing can, be.
1: nothing can be that bad
2: you haven't seen it uh
1: you know, even mentioning yeah. hip hop, which actually makes me want to do commentaries. Dude, we could find more shitty ass movies. I I have no ambition to ever do a commentary on a good movie, ever.
3: I, why though? It would but, be fun. No, you get to talk I, I just, about all the cool stuff in no, the movie.
1: I, I, I don't find that fun. I really don't find that fun. Unless well, I'm in I the mood for. Say... But
3: even like good movies, there's ridiculous stuff in them. Like Halloween three, for example, which is
1: one of course. Of course, you can always. There's I, I'm all talking kinds about, like, of
3: ridiculous stuff that I'm talking
1: out. about. Like, imagine doing a commentary on the battery, and you're just like, "Yeah, this," and it, it would just sound like we're gobbling dick the whole time.
2: I don't well, want to be I gobbling always say dick. That one of the funniest yeah, moments in the history of the show. Is the reveal in the hip hop, witch. <laughs> fucking movie, man? Moods fucking lo- loses his shit. It's fucking hilarious.
3: <laughs> no, there was something funnier that happened in that with a oh. car. I don't remember what the car was, but you got mad about something with the car. That whole commentary was funny. Wasn't Jeremy yeah, dropping in bombs in that too, or something? Probably.
1: <laughs> I think
3: so. Um, so, anyway, this is uh, Halloween Kills. That's happening. Uh, The next news is that Netflix is bringing a new film called The Rattlesnake to (laughs) Netflix. Um, They are bringing a film to Netflix. Uh, And it's directed by the guy Zach Hilditch, who did 1922 for Netflix, which was pretty solid, based on the Stephen King story. This one follows... Uh, when a single mother accepts the help of a mysterious woman after her daughter is bitten by a rattlesnake, she finds herself making an unthinkable deal to repay her debt. Just sounds kind of cool. So there's that. That's coming this month, October 25th. So uh, the year's you know starting to wrap up. There's still a couple more films that I want to see, a couple of stuff that I missed. I pretty much hit all the mainstream releases this year. Speaking of
2: that fucking mood says i don't like fun movies you didn't like satanic panic that movie's fucking fun as hell see this is what i don't honestly dude you're the most confusing person in the world to me
1: i don't understand the appeal in that movie i wasn't la- like i laugh at everything and everybody knows that shit i like to laugh i didn't laugh at all in that shit i found it fucking stupid i thought it was fun as i didn't hell. find that movie fun at all like i was just like what the fuck people like this i don't know dude that shit didn't work for me at all and that's yeah. what that's what I'm confused about. Like you like that, and it's like, whoa, crazy. I don't know, man. Teach their own, I guess. It's shit. fun. Hmm. I mean, the, mostly the consensus is is that you know people seem to like it. I know Mike liked it. He kind of liked it and shit. Who knows, man?
3: Yeah, uh, but as I was saying, the year's wrapping up, and there's just a couple more films that are still coming out. Couple of I pretty much need to see most of the heavy hitter, like. Indie releases, um saw pretty much everything mainstream. Uh, I would say that you know, yeah, I know right. I, have seen I would say
1: all the indie shit. I haven't seen like any of the mainstream, so it's kind of yeah. but i'm I'm glad I did though I kept up on the shit because now, towards the end of the year, I just have to watch like, you know, a dozen mainstream ones, and I'll be good to go. So
3: yeah, those are at least easy to get through. Um, some of the indie ones, if you pick a bad one, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I- I'll be honest, man. I-, I think that the mainstream ones were a lot of fun this year. Like, I don't think that this year is as strong as past years. No. But I do think that like my top five, it might be like one of the stronger top fives I've had. Mm-hmm. So I think that like. There are really good movies this year, but I think overall the depth isn't what we normally get, which is kind of disappointing since it's the last year of the decade. Um,
1: You know, without even seeing the ones I need to, I already know three films that are going to be in my top 10. They're just going to be there.
3: Wait, that you've already seen, you mean?
1: That I've seen already. Yeah. Yeah. I already have three spots that are definitely filled. One hundred. There's nothing that's knocking these out.
3: I have have four spots that are 100% gonna be there for sure yeah so yeah um the final little piece of news here is shutter announces joe bob's halloween Nanny <laughs> on october 25th which we will be recording which is sad um i, would I know have liked i've had to to so many questions
1: so many people on youtube and other people have been asking if we're doing the the live stream for that and i'm like well fuck man we we <laughs> Record on Fridays now, unless we can figure something out. Maybe on Thursday or sa- I don't know. Saturday's not going to work.
3: Yeah, um, but I would like met, to do it. When I met Joe, Bob, and Darcy, I think they knew they recognized Jeremy, which is weird.
1: There's Jeremy's five minutes of fucking fame right there, man.
3: I met Joe, Bob. No, uh, well, yeah i I had told him that you had seen a show and stuff and that you had asked he had asked him ha, asked for a little video that you took or something. Yeah. I think you remembered that. Oh really? Uh, wow. Well, yeah. So yeah, pretty cool man. I pretty much like it's funny. I met like Henan Lauder and Alex Vincent and um Alex Vincent cool dude. Alex Vincent's super cool. Man. You know, I yeah. totally
1: yeah, passed true. on him at Horcon this past summer. I don't know You're why just, I just I just was, down there. I know man. I just
3: wasn't really I don't
1: know man. I just wasn't really into it that much. Yeah. He, he definitely. Uh, see, everyone I talked to that met him said he was awesome. He was totally yeah. cool. And he was,
3: dude. He he like, never, I don't seemed like, like he, what he didn't want to shut up. Was. I don't know what his price was for like a picture and an autograph, but uh, me and Carly both wanted got one. And he's like, ah, he's like, let's just cut it in half then. And he just like cut the price in half. I was like, dude, that's damn that's,
2: it. I had him sign two things, and he charged me fucking thirty bucks a piece. God damn it. Yeah, he probably doesn't like you, dude. Either. Picture and autograph at Horcon. I think
1: it was like he was fifty or sixty bucks for both.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, For a picture and an autograph It was 60 I think and he charged us The 30
2: Man back in the day they used to take the pictures for free Those I fucking know. shits well, changed. Honestly, yeah dude, but
3: dude they make I mean they're making more money doing this now Than they were like
1: with any other film
3: but that's It's a I'm way like. for them to make a living I'm cool with it That's what I like about
1: Cinema Wasteland is that they regulate the prices When they do like the $20 flat for doesn't matter what That's how it take. used
0: to be That's,
2: that's how, how it used to be
1: Yeah as far as I know, uh, I don't know. I actually, well, I haven't been there in a few years, but I haven't really heard anyone even say anything about it changing. So, yeah, I'll ask Dave because he goes yeah. every year. He goes to both. So, but I mean, I always thought that was a really interesting thing that they did is that they regulated it. And didn't matter who you were, it was 20 bucks for picture, autograph. And I love that because then you don't have to worry about looking into prices and shit like that. Like Horcon, you know, I go to meet Kane Hodder and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how much is he going to be? And I'm like, shit, dude, he's like 70, 80 bucks for a picture and autograph. But it was like, fuck it, it's Kane Hodder, right? It's crazy. Yeah. So.
3: Um, <laughs> but yeah. So this Joe Bob thing. Uh, I think the speculation is that they're gonna
2: do Halloween. Yeah, all the ones they could afford. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <with> that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm fine with that. That's what he said. He's like, we're gonna do all the ones that we could afford. Well, we but can't do. He all, new ones.
3: It was funny because he also said like maybe we were just saying that to like yeah. lead you guys wrong, and we're actually gonna do other halloween themed films or like then he's like maybe we're gonna do not halloween themed films uh most likely i i think it would be fun if they did halloween and then like two other halloween themed movies that aren't halloween
2: that would be fun they didn't say how long it's going to be. Either.
3: Yeah, I assume it's going to be two films, but uh, I would think it'd be awesome if they did three, just for the hell of it. Four would be good too. But, oh, maybe they'll do four because Joe Bob Christmas was four and the Dinners of Death was four. Yeah. So maybe they will do four. I would appreciate that. Is there any Halloween films on Shutter
2: currently?
1: No, I would rather them do less films because if we get a chance to actually record this shit, then I have to worry about you know fucking up the whole recording, getting all yeah, shit. You were just,
2: you were just wasted.
1: Yeah. Plus, I will, I will admit, even sober, I cannot figure out Google, man. I, or the, the fucking Hangout thing. It's like, I don't know why they don't make it user-friendly. And I'm not the only one. I talk with people and they're like, yeah, the thing is actually kind of confusing how you have to record this, bring up this thing. And I'm like, why is it like that? That's ridiculous. Try doing that after 20 beers. Not See, easy.
3: Duncan, um, from podcast Under the Stairs, he only uses Google to record podcasts. He does not use Skype.
1: Yeah, and it's preference, man. And, you know, I, I've talked to some people even like with uh i was actually just talking to dave and he asked me and he's like well he's like what do you guys record on you know for when you when you guys do it i'm like no we use skype i'm like fuck google i'm like google always kicks me out because never even when we got on for the last joe bob uh drive-in and it kicked me off like 20 minutes into it i'm like what the fuck why does that always happen it doesn't make sense because skype never does that so i don't know fuck google
3: yeah, yeah, that should be fun. Anyway, that is the news. Fucking thing sucks! Two Shots um, There was one other thing that I wanted to do, sort of a knowledge-ish segment. Uh, so, this is... I looked up, since we're doing a Killer Clown-themed episode... I looked up the 20 greatest killer clown horror films of all time and I tried to find the most current list which the cu- most the most current one I could find was September 7th 2019 so this year um, so are you guys ready for the 20 Be- that according to gonna com.
1: <laughs> okay let's do super this super reliable yeah, I, so I, I'm pretty sure pretty much none of the clown films that I've watched this year, which is like 10 of them are on this list.
3: Yeah, I, I feel like the killer clown subgenre is extremely weak. Um, and I could tell by the number 20th uh, killer clown movie, which I don't even remember being a killer clown movie and isn't very good. Uh, it's from 1976 and it says it stars John Candy, oh, yeah. but it is the clown murders.
1: You is know there Blood I,
2: Harvest too?
1: I actually picked up that VHS this year because it has no DVD or Blu ray release. So.
2: I guess not. Blood say, Harvest?
1: Jimmy? No, Blood Harvest is from the 80s. Yeah, okay.
3: Um, number 19, <laughs> this is telling you something. 2000's Killjoy. The worst <laughs> of the Killjoy films. Yeah,
1: that's the worst one. What? How is that on a list, man? There's got to be 20 better than that.
3: I know, right? Um, number 18, Secrets of a Clown from 2007. I've seen that one as well. That's I, not good. I have not seen that. Yeah, I haven't even heard of that. Uh, I had it on a 20-pack. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Echo Bridge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that explains the whole thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, number 17 is 2004's Dead Clowns, which I've never even heard of.
1: That movie sucks. I own it.
3: I, I give these people props for... Spending this much time watching bad clown movies, though, to make this list. Um, number 16 is 1999's The Clown at Midnight, which I've never seen, but just based on the fact that it came out in '99, I kind of want to see it. Has Margaret Kidder in it. Ma- you know what? Margaret that Kitted, that movie's
1: actually not atrocious. It's not great. So we're
3: getting into the not atrocious territory. Of yeah. Of clown. It's not, yeah. Good. I forgot about uh, that. One. Number 15, I have seen this one. I don't think this one was good either. And that is Clown Town from 2016. Oh,
1: that was trash bags, man. That was fucking I've seen that one. That one's bad. I hate that movie. I
3: think I reviewed that for day one of 2016.
1: That movie was fucking... Oh, I hated that one. Yeah.
3: Okay. um, Number 14, 87's Funland, which I've never seen.
1: (laughs) Funland? Is that even a horror movie? It's really not. It's kind of weird. There's like no kills in it. It's very like PG and shit. It's Oh man, I that movie is pretty bad It's pretty
3: bad Okay, uh, number 13 So we're at 13, almost to the top 10 and I, I don't think we've found like, a great movie yet uh, This one I think Moods probably likes this one A Marcus Koch film 100 Tears oh, 100 Tears is fucking
1: awesome man I didn't like it. Man, okay, I love 1002. So two. we have it's a so...
3: fucking awesome and a I didn't like it for number 1300. Well I'll just put it
1: this way. It's Marcus Koch's fucking effect. It's gory as fuck. I love yeah, that, man. Gore, Yeah, it is gory. It's good, though, man. I, I actually really like the character in that film. I don't know. Brutal. It's just brutal.
3: Okay, so this one is not... This but one I actually gory, I like. doesn't mean it's good. This one I actually like, but I don't think that I would consider a killer clown movie. Um, and that's 2008 Amusement.
1: I haven't seen that. <laughs> There's one segment it, in the fucking anthology with a clown, which is the best part of the whole movie. Honestly, it is the best scene where, you know, the clown's on the chair kind of thing. But it's not really a killer clown movie.
3: Yeah, I agree. Uh, but that is a great segment. That, that segment
1: It's the only good part in the movie, actually. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: then we have number 11, 1998. This is insane that this is on here at number 11. Carnival of Souls. The remake doesn't
2: even have clowns in it.
1: Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's the uh, that's the yeah that was the fucking remake, man. Wes Craven yeah. did that. Um,
3: awful. Uh, well, he produced it. Produced, it. yeah, it's not meant. Yeah, or he presented it. Whatever that's that means. Funny. That movie is um, that movie is atrocious. Okay, breaking into the top ten, and I I, I just feel like that these people didn't do a good job with this list. Um, because I'm like thinking of like at least, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten clown films that I think are pretty good. Um, number ten, I've never seen this 2012's "Scary or Die."
1: Uh, Scary or Die is actually not bad. I'll agree. It's okay. Okay.
3: Yep. Uh, number nine, 2003's Gacy. Um, sorry, wow. Mark Holt. In the top ten, insane. Number nine, actually.
1: Okay, I, I don't. I wouldn't put that. I oh mean, it's God. better. Honestly, man, is,
2: I, I'm looking ahead. This is getting bad, guys. Gacy, I'm you, was, Gacy's it's better. It's not on this list. That's gonna be some bullshit. I
1: will say though, I will say that the Gacy film is definitely better than pretty much the previous eleven, besides Hundred Tears, in my opinion. So what the you know,
3: I don't okay. know. Okay, number eight, um, a film that I don't think any of us are that. High, like I don't think we even really care for it that much. It, it's more. I know what you're than, gonna say. I, it's 1989's clownhouse. Clownhouse. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah clownhouse is an insanely overrated movie. People want to own it and seek it out because it's super obscure because of the story behind the film. The movie itself, yeah. not great.
3: Um, I think that it was better when I seen it as a like youngster it was
1: um, it, it, it was it was definitely that movie that didn't age well with age yeah right so yeah
3: <laughs> with age <laughs> <laughs> um number seven absolutely i mean i think this is better than some of the films that they had mentioned so i i would say that it's better than all of the ones that they probably mentioned but at the same time like top 10 no uh, and that is 2016's 31 what
1: <laughs> fuck this list is insane because. I feel like there's going to be some of the best ones left off this list right now. This is crazy.
3: Yeah, well, this this is the first one where I, I think it truly definitely belongs in the top 10, and that's 2012 Stitches.
1: Yeah, Stitches.
3: Yeah,
2: my number one. Stitches,
3: yeah, Stitches, is... Is, Stitches is not my number one clown film, but I would put it in probably the top five or six, so right around where they have it.
1: I, I'm really shocked that they never made a sequel to that shit, man.
3: Um, and then
2: the beginning is hilarious
1: like, it has the greatest music cue of all fucking time in that movie <laughs> the
2: opening is
3: awesome the whole movie is
1: blast man but the, it's it has awesome. the greatest musical cue ever in my opinion I won't give it away but
3: um, number 5 is 2014 uh, probably my in my top clown? 3 favorite clown films yes clown Dude, I love that movie, man. That, so do that I. Movie it's one of my brutal. favorite Killer Clown movies for sure. That yeah, clown is good. It's
1: brutal, man, and it's, it's mean spirited. I love that movie. It's awesome.
3: See, I'm getting to number four, and I completely disagree with the film here. But I feel like we're running out of space for a couple that need to be mentioned. So, mm-hmm. uh, number four, 2014's "The House Is October Built."
1: Fuck that.
0: Number
3: four, Fuck Killer Clowns.
1: That movie is okay. Three, qu- I think the first two thirds. That's
3: why I say to that. Wow, that's that's
1: actually wow, pretty good, man.
3: That sounded like a Moods one.
1: Yeah, the first two thirds of that movie is, are decent. But remember how shitty the ending is? Yeah, it's just awful.
3: Yeah. Oh fuck! I that. agree.
1: But I, I don't think um, it's. I don't think it's even the first two thirds of that movie are even worthy of being. Maybe first it, of all, no.
3: If they're gonna put Killjoy one on the list, <laughs> they should have at least had Killjoy three and four.
1: Yeah. Cause they're actually legitimately decent movies. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, number three. Uh, I, I think that this is definitely one of the best killer clown movies and that's 1988's killer clowns from outer space. That's pretty much yeah. up
1: there with my favorite killer clown movie.
3: Yeah. Okay. Something's wrong here. Cause I just, okay. Number two, I think this is fair uh, to be somewhere in the top five. Um, whether you pick the original film or the sequel, you got, Two thousand three is House of a Thousand Corpses.
1: Um,
3: it's not a clown movie, but really. it's not a. Cl- it's has not a clown movie, but it has a killer clown.
1: But now I'm just Aren't confused. I'm funny. confused at why there's so many movies left off this list right now.
3: Yeah, well, because the number one is ridiculously like I don't even understand how this list was made. Like, did I miss something? Because go ahead and take a guess what number one is
1: not it well I'm assuming it's not the original it so which that means that didn't even make the top 20 that's crazy as shit yeah. and then also Terrifier isn't even on this yeah. list So you know, which Terrifier? is a
3: huge blasphemous thing Terrifier
1: is yep. definitely top 10 that's insane to me I, if it's something stupid like Blood Harvest I'm gonna fucking die laughing no or Clown Camp Massacre it's not <laughs> Or
3: shark or clownado.
1: If it's something camp blood, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, dude, this is weird. Um the, cause they give a little write up. The the main cover to this is it, the article, and then they talk about it and Pennywise, but they don't really say why it's not on the list, um, other than they say um, you know, in honor of it hitting theaters this this month, let's take a look at the 20 greatest killer clown movies of all time. Um And then not which, mention it. Yeah, it, so uh the number 1 is not it. It is not the remake of it or the adaptation. It is not Terrifier. Um it is not Killjoy 4. It is not... I feel like there's even another good clown movie somewhere that they're forgetting. Um, drive is, through
1: would make my list of a top oh 20. Oh, yeah.
2: drive through.
3: drive through. That's a good one. Yeah, um, through that, that would definitely be a top 20. I need to do a top 10 killer clown. Have you done one of those mids? Uh,
1: I have, yeah. Like
3: top I mean, 10 Tuesdays?
1: I mean, I would even put in Sloppy the Psychotic. That one is fun as hell. Uh, Funny Man, which is more of a jester type movie, but that one was really fun. You know, I... I don't get this list at all, man. I really don't.
3: Yeah. So you ready for number one? The Strangers. Not yeah, I'm, stranger.
1: I'm confused. I don't know what it can be.
3: Um, I've never even seen it, but it's The Last Circus from 2010. Oh, oh that awesome. one's good. That's a great
1: movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. That is, that's I'm, definitely worthy of being in the top ten for sure. I didn't even think of The Last Circus, but yeah, that's an excellent film.
3: Yeah, it's pretty. Really good. What about – um? I mean, you could have threw all Hall is Eve in there. But how mm-hmm. does
1: Terrifier – the remake of it, the original it, not make the lit. Like I don't understand that. Drive like there's too many movies.
3: Yeah, and I seriously don't get the point of putting Killjoy at number 19 and not have uh, a single other like a, like a single other of the Killjoy films, and they're all better than the first one. <laughs> um, what about that one? It's called the worst one. Blood it, Harvest.
1: It, Blood Harvest. Honestly, Blood Harvest is pretty shitty. But. <laughs> okay. It's just one of those films that didn't have a release that uh, you know was very sought out. So, but now it has multiple. Okay. Now it has multiple releases, and no one talks about it because <laughs> now they've all seen how shitty it is.
3: <laughs> I just don't see why Clown Nato is not on the list.
1: <laughs>
3: fucking Clown It's probably too fucking new, dude.
1: If Clown Nato was on this list, and fucking you know it and stuff is not, it's just
3: who's who's. What, this what, what about one? Clowntergeist? Oh
1: God! I didn't watch that one. Actually,
3: so yeah, those are the 20 greatest killer clown movies according to XN dot com, which you suck, dude. I'm not even joking; yeah. like you're not good. Well, at drop this. us a line
1: with your top five, or no, top ten, top 20. Make your top 20 collect killer clown films because this is insane, dude. Yeah, like I feel like they hadn't seen some of them or some shit like that.
3: I don't get it. I'm just going to click on another one of this guy's list for the sake of it. Um, oh, the, we're going to do it again? I'm not gonna, no, I'm not doing the whole list. I just want to see what his number one is. The Okay, the top 25 binge-worthy TV shows, The Sopranos, number one. Okay, so that's not bad. I just wanted to see what we're dealing with here. He actually has ton. Like, all of these are good, so he should stick to making those lists.
0: <laughs>
3: all wow. right, so that is my brief little segment knowledge segment or something
1: okay well sounds good by the way
3: you're what is you jeremy stitches your favorite killer clown movie yeah boots
1: oh man um stitches is definitely up there man um i don't know i'd probably say killer clowns I think Killer Clowns is probably mine.
3: Um, mine is the nineteen ninety eight for sure. But if I wasn't gonna pick that, I would pick Clown.
1: Yeah, I would have to take a look at what my top ten list even was. But I, I can tell you right now that Hundred Tears was there. Killer Clowns, I think Clown was on my list. Stitches. Um, I might even have had Drive Through on there. I could see myself putting that on there at the time. You know, but that's the thing about lists. You know, it's all about what you're feeling at the time too, right? So I know the Last Circus was on my list. Yep. All, all right, good. Those are all good. Oh. I, bet you, I bet you knowing myself that I put Funny Man on there. Yeah, that's a good one. Alrighty.
3: So, that is... What
1: the fuck was that segment? Top 20 Clown?
3: Yep. It was just like a knowledge segment or something. Hey, no
1: <laughs> Moving along into... Uh, we need to do a Bob this week. A box office brawl. Uh. Let's get ready to rumble Zombieland two double tap. I just have no I'm just I can't be enthusiastic about this, it just looks so bad. And in my opinion it came way too fucking late. They should have made this single <laughs> ten years ago. So
3: Well, that would have been before the last one or right yeah. after <laughs> It would have been the same day as the last one came out, so
1: <laughs> yeah, well,
0: it's dude, th-
3: Zombieland is only ten years old. It is it really? Old.
1: Okay, so yeah, I remember seeing in the theater too. Actually, me too. But I fuck. I thought I was older than that. Holy shit! But you guys get the point. It should have came out a long time ago. Hmm. Jeremy. Yes. Pick. Uh, oh, you can go first.
2: Uh, twenty-two million. <laughs> oh, what the fuck. Boots.
1: I was going to say twenty-one. So. I'll just stick with it without thinking too I'm going to
3: say 20.
1: Fuck! <laughs> That's not even fucking... How did I get to go second? That makes no sense.
3: Well, you should be going first because you won the last one.
1: I don't know. What are the totals? Like, what's going on? I have no well, idea Well, we decided
3: we... to... We've been doing some behind the scenes, but we kind of didn't update it. So we're just going to go with where we left off, which I believe I'm ahead of moods by one point. I'm... What five down off of Jeremy, and Jeremy is three
2: ahead of Moods.
1: Oh, that's it! Crazy.
2: Gonna win this year, fellas. Box office brawl champion, twenty nineteen. Well, yeah, that's... well,
3: you you purposely, intentionally ignored me when I was trying to get. Like four or five
2: freaking movies. No, Moods did. I I gave all my picks. Oh, you did. And I asked you. I, no, I would be Rambo.
3: I asked you, don't let go. Which I we need didn't to remember.
2: catch up. So I definitely was
1: not uh, ignoring. Yeah. I probably didn't see the message. Obviously,
3: Joker. Yeah, you fucking totally ignored. He knows he's no. in the lead,
1: and he's like, "Well, if we do less, that means I got more of a chance of winning."
2: Yes, yeah. no, He's doing the. That. He's
1: doing the
3: simple math.
2: I asked <laughs> yeah. for scary
1: stories.
3: Listen, nobody answered. Ne- next year. <laughs> whenever we put this together and we go through the year and add things, any horror movie automatically is on there. And if you don't pick, then you lose anyway. And then also any sci-fi movie or exploitation or anything kind of in the realm realm is cool to go to
2: because it's fun. Yeah. Are you going to give your pick? Oh, you're dead.
3: I mean,
1: we never said from the start that it was going to be strictly horror films. I mean, anything in the genres, so like... the,
3: the, the thing that birthed this whole competition years ago was All Eyes on Me, which is a fucking Tupac movie.
1: Yeah, so anything, exploitation, action, whatever, all that shit, it fucking...
2: That movie performs well in... in the first week and then it chat the bed.
1: Yeah. You know what? You know what's actually funny money. about that? We still I have
2: s- some films coming up.
1: I still have not even seen All Eyes on Me. I just, I haven't been able to bring myself to watch because I heard it was really bad. And I'm like, I just don't want to watch it I at least have,
3: like have enough, if I win like every one, I can win still. Against Jeremy, I'm my main goal is to beat Moods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if Moods beats Jeremy and I beat Moods and Jeremy beats me? Who's at get,
2: one champion? At least I'll get one free movie. Well, not really. Yeah, the, it's a wash.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just that's weird.
2: Yeah. All right, so well, that I is guess obviously. it would. It, it could I very well happen would. though. I guess it would retain to the last year's winner, which would be Yeah, you. which is me. So I'll take it. I'll be No, champion yeah, we twice. we would have to because yeah, 'cause have...
3: I'm a defending champion. No, here's what we'll do. We'll go one week into the next year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, which yeah, would be the
1: garage. That's what would have to happen. Oh my god. Brutal. It would
3: be, it would be I wouldn't be garage. surprised if that gets pushed back again, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that is box office brawl. Uh, Land 2, is anybody excited at all no. besides Brandon? I
1: don't I don't have any ambition to see it at all. I really don't. Do you man. like the first one? I do like the first one. I, did, I didn't think it was like phenomenal. We could have did kind of
3: Zombieland funny. 1 and 2 instead of... Uh, I, just,
1: I just feel what they're going to do. I, I, see it, I can already feel that they're going to rehash a bunch of jokes in this film. It's going to be that type of sequel. That's my prediction for it. They're going to rehash a bunch of shit, and it's just going to be whatever.
2: We'll find
3: out. on yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I, revisiting Zombieland, I loved certain things about it. And correct me if I'm wrong. I did not look this up. Was Zombieland a 3D film when it came out? Because I no. swear that movie shot.
2: I don't to think be so. No, it wasn't.
3: Are you freaking serious? No, this is straight Mandela effect right now. Because hmm. like I swore that thing was a 3D movie. Wow. And it came out in the time where everything was a 3D movie. Like, dude, it just had to be. Oh, I get to see House of Wax in 3D in two weeks. Oh, which yeah. is
1: what well, was actually shot in 3D, I think.
3: Yep. Yeah. Dude, dude. That was me. Stop me.
1: Fucking this chair is getting so old. All right. Uh, well, okay. yeah. So that's, uh, that's box office brawl.
3: I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. They will say... That I have shed innocent blood.
0: What's blood for, if not for shedding? I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Have you checked the children? children? Children. What do we do? Why don't we just wait here for a little while?
1: See what happens. You're doomed. You're all doomed. Alrighty, getting into the dub, dub, dub portion of the show, which is the What We Watch segment. All right, guys, who wants to uh, start us off this week? How about Jeremy starts us
2: out? <laughs> As always, uh, <laughs> let's get the turd out of the way. Uh, one of the worst movies I've ever watched from the year 2003, given to me by good old Mikey Fisher. I just want to say right off the bat, you know what, Mikey Fisher, I'm sick of this bullshit. Okay. You promised me you were going to give me some good movies this time around. It's been a four month break. It was nice. I didn't want to commit suicide. And, uh, I was actually watching some okay films. Instead, he gives me a movie called cracker Jack from 2003. And, uh, this movie has a lot of slang in this film, a lot of uh, African-American slang that I'm not to adapt to, so I had no idea what the fuck was going on in this movie. And this movie is directed by a white guy, by the way, uh, if you would like to call a wigger, and I have um, no idea. This movie really doesn't have any plot. Basically what happens is this is a white guy, and he calls like five black people niggers and uh, they beat <laughs> the shit up. Dude. Uh, it's true. He's hard R's there, man. Oh, uh, Is that how he
1: says it in the movie? He actually says yeah. the hard. Okay.
2: Okay, And they get all mad and they beat him up, but they don't kill him. But he gets all mad that they beat him up. So he goes on revenge and the movie turns into a slasher film with no gore whatsoever because they don't have the money for it. And along the way, we have a woman giving a blowjob to a dead person and uh, some for shizzles my nizzles and uh, for seizing my dizzy and a whole bunch of other do you know what I am saying kind of (laughs) words (laughs) say it again say it again sizzle my pistol for snizzle my sizzle (laughs) oh my god that was
1: awesome oh I could hear I could listen you talk like that all night that's too funny I feel
3: like you're, like, one of the whitest people I know. Yeah,
1: dude, that's it's for, for shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> it's probably what they were saying in there. Oh, shit. Shit.
2: oh my god, the fucking tagline? White bread gone bad. Yeah, this movie is like, you have to be, like, really adapt in the slang lingo to understand what the, the fuck sl- this movie is. <laughs> But like this movie literally is like nothing but like slang and like it's literally the hip hop witch, but worse than that. Like, how it's a, is
3: it worse?
2: We have to watch it and do a commentary track on it. But does Don't, it have
1: that, any good kills at least? Like, no, what's the,
2: no, nope. Yeah, but the hip hop witch was just ra- like shitty rappers getting interviewed. Like, John so Roll. a guy gets drowned. And he dies, and he comes back to life. This is already once,
3: sounded better than the hip-hop witch.
2: Once the woman blows him, he comes back to life through the power of the blowjob. It's just like, it's retarded, and it's just, it's a bad, bad, bad movie made in a time period in 2003 when anybody thought they could make a movie. So she was a true head doctor then. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs>
1: Come on, that was
2: great. There's literally not gore. Come on there's no gore it's pretty racist nothing really happens and uh i give it a point five out of ten seriously only mikey could ever come up with something like this
1: like i literally had never heard of this man i have i have to see this i have to see this movie just because that is it's on prime that's fucking
3: okay mikey give moods cracker jack no let's see it he's like he's
1: he's not bad to me you know, he does.
2: Mikey's not bad to me either. Mikey hooks me up. Usually. I want to be like, for shizzle, my nizzle, give me a good movie.
1: Yeah, give he obviously he obviously took movie. back.
2: his. Did he actually say he was going to be nice to you? I thought he said he was going to be a little bit nicer because some people are like, I'm annoyed with having to listen to Jeremy talk about bad movies. And then it gives me like the worst bad yeah, movie ever. Yeah, but
3: then this was worth it. So people are like, OK, we'll do it again. Oh,
1: yeah, Fisher gave yeah. you Cut from 2000.
3: Which I've seen when it came out. Yeah,
1: that's that the one with Molly Ringwald? Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. Aussie one? Okay, yeah. He gave me Hunting Season, which I had to grab the DVD for that. didn't. It didn't look that bad, though. Not Cracker Jack bad anyway,
3: so. All right. This is me, I guess. Um, yeah. What the hell did I watch this week? Okay, I guess I'll start with... I only watched two movies that weren't fucking Clown NATO. Um, and the one I watched in the theater, I'll be very brief about it since we've done an episode on it. In fact, we did it on episode 88, but I did get a chance and this is the th- fucking third time I've watched it this year. Cause I watched it twice for podcasts. Um, so third time watching the Blair witch project this year. And this time I got to see, I, I got my dream. Um, this was on my bucket list of films that I wanted to see in the theater at some point in my life. Um, because I didn't see it when it came out even though I was alive for it other films would include Texas Chainsaw which I've still never seen uh, and the any of the Elm Streets I would love to see those um, but yeah this was a big hitter for me Like I wanted to see this really bad uh, in the theater and I convinced the dude who runs the classic movie nights to do it the turnout wasn't amazing but it definitely wasn't bad Like I would say the premium seats were all filled up and then there was like a handful of people down in the regular seats uh it of course we know Blair Witch Project follows a where do you guys sit what's that we sit at the top like in the premium seats might as well with the AMC thing Uh, um I didn't get to tell
2: (laughs) the blowjobs better up there from Carly
3: yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) they're like the ones that would bring you back to life
2: yeah
1: wow she's a head doctor too
3: yeah. Uh, so yeah, Blair Witch Project. Man, three three filmmakers, um, in Maryland are going to look at the legend of the Blair Witch Project, and they decide to go out into the woods. Uh, Starts so out simple enough. You know, they're just kind of hiking around. They, uh, one of the characters, Josh, uh, I believe, the morning after the first night, says he heard a definite cackling, um, over in the woods and that's the start of it. Uh the second night they hear like even crazier stuff and it just it, every night it just amps up with what's going on and it's you know they're being haunted by the blair damn witch and it's fucking scary. Um even dude, I've watched it this is the third time I've watched it and I still got chills. Uh it's just an effective movie for me. It it, it made I we when I did my List on podcast under the stairs for all the films that were selected uh, to represent the '90s. Blair Witch was my number two overall, um, which is you know saying something. Like I love the movie. <laughs> uh, we did a full episode on it. It is awesome to see it in a the theater with another audience. Uh, it it was kind of like I couldn't tell what they thought of it. Was there people there uh, that
1: actually had never seen it before?
3: I think I think there was. Um, I think there was people there who had never seen it before.
0: Hmm.
3: I, I honestly wouldn't say that I don't think anybody that was there was like a fan. Um, hmm. just cause it was like, normally when you go to these, like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Drinking water.
1: I think he's getting ready to move his bed.
3: <laughs> Drinking water. Okay. Well, thank you for you know, <laughs> I
2: know already. He's like. like
3: that it
1: sounded like he purposely went right up to the microphone just to like okay. crank that lid. Yeah,
3: this
0: is him.
1: <laughs> Right. <laughs> Jeremy's back <laughs> Dude I have a water bottle I fucking I don't have to fuck
3: with it I words. got a Beetlejuice water cup here um, But What the fuck are you doing now? I'm but, doing nothing I'm sitting here Anyway So I don't <laughs> think that really anybody was fans Because like okay I saw American Werewolf in London I want to say it was last week And like, there's people in there, like, getting excited for it before it starts showing and, like, talking about it. You can hear people talking about it. Like, it's one of their favorite movies ever. I didn't hear nothing for Blair Witch. Like, when I was leaving, I saw uh, a couple of people, like, down bottom, like, like, talking about it, like, a little bit. Like, talking about, like, how it was, um, I guess, released. Like, how there was a documentary and stuff that came out on the Sci-Fi channel. So that was cool. Um, So that was, like, maybe, like, the one fan in there. I I think that people found it funnier than expected. Like, some of the stuff that um, the characters are saying early on in the... uh, Before it gets, like, too serious, where they're, like, kind of bickering and stuff like that. And, like, I think people found that actually more funny. Oh, and fucking Mary Brown or whatever, the old lady that... (laughs) They they found her a little funny. Uh, It was i always you know what as the more i've seen the blair witch project the the shorter it feels every time it's just like the movie flies by it is not i think it's only like an hour and like 20 some minutes um but it just cruises dude like one moment they're like you know bickering and it's like okay they ran through the woods and was like what the fuck is that which is like <clears throat> one of my favorite scenes. Um to this day, I'm still like looking like, what is there something there? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it goes from that to like the house scene in like no time at all. It's super fast. Um, the interviews always feel shorter and shorter at the beginning, which is one of my favorite parts. Cause it feels so, I think that's where it really feels real. We actually have a couple of, um, I guess fa- we have a found footage film tonight and then a documentary that we're going to talk about. And, it just doesn't feel real a lot of the times. Blair Witch nailed the realism in the interviews, man. It's just something else. Um, it's 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 an amazing movie for me. I give it a 10 out of 10 for sure still to this day.
1: No way. That rating is so, so shocking to me.
3: <laughs> Mr. 9.5. Hell, Andy even gave it a
1: 9.5. Isn't it, Yeah, isn't it? Andy's one of his favorite movies too. Uh.
3: I don't know, but you I, gave, remember when you gave Blair Witch 2016 a three?
1: Yeah, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's not mm. a three. I think you should revisit it. <laughs> nah, it's a three. That movie's trash bags. Three You did give Book
3: of Shadows a 6.5.
1: Actually, it's funny the, because I think Ryan actually did some of the effects on that movie too. He did, actually. Fuck, he just... Wow, things are coming
3: full circle tonight, Six degrees
1: of Ryan tonight, man. That's kind of crazy. And again, you know, it's being honest. Like, I knew that he had done effects and stuff on it. But the effects actually weren't the issues I had with that movie. Just other goddamn problems. Um, So that's it. 10 out of 10? Cool. All right. So moving along here, man. Uh, Patreon pick... First Patreon pick back in a long time. This one is coming from JellyBane801. Um, He Patreoned a film from 2019 called The 27 Club. And I didn't know anything about this movie going into it except for I had a decent idea of what the 27 Club was going to be and it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was going to be um, I'm sure if you guys are hip to music and culture you've probably heard of what the 27 Club actually is
3: yeah
1: so essentially the 27 Club uh, kind of marked itself I think it really became a thing after Kurt Cobain died maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, but I mean, there's
3: people, it wasn't like <clears throat> Jim Morrison, 27 or something too. No, I meant like an actual, like, be,
1: Oh, like kind of got, got coined. It kind of got coined. Is that maybe, you know, something like that, but it actually started, I mean, the history of the 27 club actually starts with a cat named uh, Robert Johnson. Now, Robert Johnson was like a blues player from like the thirties and stuff. And this is real life, right? Um, so Robert Johnson was a, was a blues player and uh, he wasn't really good. You know, he wasn't actually the greatest guitar player out there. And um, so the, the legend is about Robert Johnson and, and this is where it comes into play with the movie. They don't, I think they actually even mentioned Robert Johnson's name in the film, but the legend is with Robert Johnson is that he disappeared, you know, for like a year or something like that. And he came back playing the best guitar ever. And the rumor was or the legend was about Robert Johnson is that he sold his soul to the devil devil. to become rich and famous. And so that kind of plays into this whole idea, of the 27 Club. Um, And then, of course, Robert Johnson in real life um, was actually murdered by a bartender. He poisoned him and he ended up dying like three days later and stuff like that. So jump forward to like the 60s um, when uh, Brian Jones dies from from the uh, um, the Rolling Stones. Uh, his death was ruled very suspicious. A lot of people think he was murdered. He was found floating in a pool, but he was 27. Uh, you know, jump into Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison. Janis Joplin all died within like a three, four year span. They were all 27. Um, you know, jumping in the 90s, Kurt Cobain. Then you got, uh, um, and of course, recently Amy Winehouse. But the interesting thing about all these people is that they were voices of their generation. And that's where this legend kind of has this real nasty and, and very interesting appeal because they Pat really did. Freaky they...
3: Taz on the list.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But, like, all these people were definitely voices of their generation and were, you know, creating something very special. And it is very interesting that all these people died at 27.
3: Hey, Anton Yelchin was... Uh... 27
1: as well yeah I, I, ther, there's a bunch of other artists and stuff that died at 27 but specifically these ones these are some of the biggest names ever and people still talk about these people every single day I mean if you're not familiar with Amy Winehouse you probably know the yeah. name but she was absolutely an amazing artist I love her music she was so crazy awesome yeah um, it's such a fucking shame that she died man because she was Watch the documentary it's really I, did, really good. I did I did I did I'm a big fan of Amy Winehouse man I think she's yeah I like fucking amazing. absolutely amazing it was such a shame when she passed away and stuff so yeah you know this this whole 27 thing is crazy and conspiracies come with all these deaths you know like Kurt Cobain has been there's been multiple documentaries about how he it was he was incapable of killing himself he was overdosing blah 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 you know it just it goes on and on with Jim Morrison's death how he was found dead in you know France and you know you know his body was wrapped up and you know for three days before and it's just all this craziness with all these deaths right and um so yeah the 27 club plays on this it's basically about this dude that um wants well he's actually he went to the show the previous night and it turns out this you know this rock star this band he ends up dying that night while he's 27 so he gets this crazy idea he's like dude this is fucking nuts i just saw this guy or this band play last night the lead singer dies the next night he's like i need to do a documentary about you know the 27 club and so he pairs up with this girl that's trying to become a star and things like that and you know they start to investigate and one thing leads to another it, it, it kind of goes down this whole cult Uh, Avenue and stuff with, um, you know, selling your soul to the devil for fortune and fame. So my thoughts on the film: I really like the the premise here. I mean, having an idea about the Twenty Seven Club is just fantastic to me because I've always been intrigued by it. I like pretty much every artist that's on this list. Um, So it was, it has a fantastic core idea. I think the execution to this movie is atrocious. It's so clumsy and it's kind of all over the place. Things are not really making sense. You know how they how they do it with. Um, you know, summoning up this this demon, basically its it's almost in a sense of you summon up this demon through the scroll and your body gets taken over by you know your soul gets sold off and you get taken over and stuff and you become rich and famous and blah blah blah. That's really how it kind of works and stuff. The idea is a little bit silly and shit. I wish they had to kind of approach that a little bit differently, but the core idea is there, but it's just a clumsy film, dude. It's like all over the place. You know, there's scenes that are just going way too long. And, you know, this one runs almost 100 minutes. You're just like, fuck, dude. There's so many better ideas that could have incorporated into this movie. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's just a super clumsy ass film. That's really what I can say about it. But um, I don't know, man. Not really great kills in it at all. And I think my major problem with the 27 Club is that it's super anticlimactic. Because once, you know, the girl that he's doing this investigation with becomes that next person she's kind of like you know she's at this uh, ritual and stuff and she becomes the one that gets possessed sells her soul and stuff you know she becomes next recording artist becomes famous and shit you know what's going to happen like there's only one way out of this shit man like she's eventually going to die spoiler there but she does i mean it's the 27 club everybody dies when they're 27 the whole movie is super anticlimactic, and the way it happens and shit is just it's not well done it really wasn't well done at all i mean the acting, for the most part, in the film is actually pretty good. I was impressed with that. And there is some pretty decent cinematography and stuff. Um, the music overall, I thought, was really bad. Actually, it's kind of funny. The, the music that she plays to get famous sounds like like some Lilifair shit. It's really fucking atrocious, like really bad. <laughs> I'm just like, this is the shit that's going to make you famous? It sounds fucking terrible. It sounds like gutter, like Lilifair shit that, you know, they would take one listen to that and be like, that's nah, not fucking good at all. Um but, you know, I mean, with all that said, it actually wasn't the worst movie in the world. I mean, it was kind of entertaining at parts, but just not a great put together movie, which is such a shame, man. It's such a shame. Um, it's pretty average. Five out of ten. I mean, check it out at, at your own discretion, I guess. It's uh, it's all right. I just think they botched an incredible opportunity to explore this and come up with something a little bit better. I just didn't like the the way they approached the, the narrative. So it's unfortunate.
2: All right. Next up for me also comes from jellybane eight oh one from the year two thousand and uno. We have Dagon, a uh, Dagon, Dagon, a Stuart Gordon film uh, produced by Brian Asuna and uh, made in Spain. It's a really interesting movie. Um, It definitely feels like it's an early 2000s movie. It has that feel to it. Uh, The bad CG really doesn't. What's so fucking funny? The bad CG really doesn't um, help. It definitely has some bad CG, but also has some pretty okay practical effects. And um, I was really into the story of this movie. I just feel like the budget was so low that they couldn't fully flesh out everything that they really wanted to do. I feel like if they had a big budget that allowed to do like really good practical effects, this movie could have been pretty interesting. Like I said, I was digging the idea. If you don't know the story, we follow these four people who are on this boat in Spain and they come across this mystery Island and there's a bad storm that blows in and one of the couple has to escape the boat and go to the island. And when they get to the island, they realize something weird's going on with the residents who live on this island. And as we learn on throughout the film, that these people pretty much sacrifice themselves to this, uh, mystery creature in the middle of the sea called Dagon, who basically turns everything into gold. And, um, because they sacrifice themselves literally to him, they become like these fish kind of monsters. And that's the part I found very interesting that these people are so greedy that they basically sold their souls and now they have to live with the fact that they're turning into like these sea creatures slowly after time. And that's what I find really interesting is the the transformation into these monsters. I think it's really interesting and it has a cool a cool feel to the story. Uh, the lighting in this movie is like really fucking good. Like if you really pay attention, there's a lot of rain and lightning effects. And it shoots through the windows and stuff, and it's actually really well done. Like I said, the acting, you know what you're going to get. It's like a 2001 early, straight-to-DVD-slash-VHS kind of film. So you're not going to get the highest quality acting or uh Like I said, it has that early 2000s editing kind of feel to it. But I think the narrative, the story-wise, has a lot there, and it had a lot of potential. But ultimately, this kind of fizzled out because of the budget restraints. But I actually liked it. I thought it was actually pretty cool and uh, pretty good. It has a couple good scenes. And uh, I liked it. I've never seen it before. I know people have talked about it and stuff like that. And I dug it. Yeah, I know
3: um, Rob from... George is a pretty big fan of it. I have the uh, Vestron. Do you have the Vestron? Uh, I have
2: the Umbrella. I have that too. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. <clears throat> yeah, that's a HP Lovecraft story,
3: I believe, right? Yep. yep. All right. Um, next up for me, last up for me, is from Eric James. The homie, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure who you are, but you're a homie to me now because – anybody that hooks me up with a good film you're a good guy so um yeah this film is called get my gun have either you two seen this no
1: nope
3: really i'm I'm actually surprised moods didn't see it this seems to be one of those um films that was a 2017 film but got a quiet release in 2018 towards like the end of the show the year so think just it missed a lot of people's lists or a lot of people didn't talk about it um i'm a little bummed that i missed it because i was looking at my top 10 with carly and i would say i don't think that it would have knocked off dead shack because i really like dead shack um which was my number 10 film which i gotta get these up on the website by the way because uh to reference my 2018 list is like impossible right now um, I know. I was so, actually going
1: to message you about that. I was looking at some of the top 10 lists the other day, and I was like, he still hasn't put up last year. Is this is fucking almost the yeah. next year.
3: Yeah, I haven't I, I, I haven't put up 72 either. Yeah, I know so that I one put needs up to go. 72 up, yeah. or that. Um, but yeah, uh, get, so Get My Gun probably would have been at like 11 or 12 spot for me. But uh, definitely a contender. So it basically follows a girl um, who. It's told in chapters Like chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4
2: Yes, that's usually what chapters are JP What? <laughs> they
3: usually are what?
2: Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4 Yeah That's what chapters are Well, I'm saying there's explain. like 4 chapters Alright Dumbass <laughs> um,
3: So yeah, told in I believe 3 or 4 chapters I want to say it's 4 but it could be 3 um, and chapter one is uh, basically your introductory. Um, we follow this girl who is a housekeeper, which I thought was really interesting because they do like that's why I told Carly to watch it um, because obviously we know a lot about housekeeping, worked in hotels uh, for the last year couple years, um, and it was it was very like kind of accurate to like the daily life, but uh, all of it kind of all the bad stuff happening at once, pretty much and it it was neat because it's a seedier motel it's like a motel um but it was really cool she befriends this other girl and they're kind of just going about their business doing their job like you know kicking it a little bit giving a little character development um and then she goes to clean a room uh and there's a guy in there and he basically rapes her um and he gets away um flash he basically
2: rapes her does he rape her
3: Um, well, basically as in, yes, he does rape her, but he also like, you know, like hurts her and and cuts her and stuff like that. So like, um, yeah. And he, you know, she, he isn't caught and she's also now impregnated with, um, you know, a baby, uh, flash forward to like, you know, later in the pregnancy, like the next chapter, And she is considering giving up the baby for adoption. And she, you know, is thinking about it. She sees an ad for this woman, you know, middle-aged woman who uh, wants to adopt the baby. Uh, She decides, okay, I'm going to go through with this. And she sort of gets a bad vibe, like kind of right away, that the woman's like really pushy and, you know, just like very in your face about everything. And she is not really feeling it. So she's kind of like, man, this woman's crazy. Uh, And then the woman does get, like, really crazy. And the whole time you're wondering, okay, is this going to have some kind of connection with the stuff that happened at the beginning? Uh, I won't spoil it for you. Um, Carly had a problem with it. I absolutely did not. (laughs) Uh, And the film, like, kind of, you know, I feel like the end is very much an exploitation film. I mean, really the whole film feels like that. I mean, hell, the cover is her with a gun. It's called get my gun. And she's wearing a nun outfit. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty exploitation. Maybe a little, a little like minor non exploitation one scene. Um, but yeah, dude, like this movie kicked ass. It was a simple, um, short movie, like short story, uh, basic story, but the suspense was there. The like terror was there. The, you know the effed upedness was there. It was just an all around like good movie. Like I really dug this movie. Say fuck. Uh, so fuck.
1: There you go. All the fucked up shit was there.
3: Yeah, all the fucked up oh. shit was there. Um, it was just it was a good it was a good time. And uh, it the ending like the final act gets like all kind of crazy and shit like that. Doing with a shotgun and stuff. Um, not too crazy. Like don't don't get me wrong. This is not like an insane like crazy movie, but it's just like. I was really just enjoying where it went. Um, So, yeah, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I really liked it. So if anybody out there is listening, yeah, like, send me these little underrated gems, not Cracker Jacked, (laughs) because these are awesome.
1: QL. All right, so next up, holy shit, Jeremy, what the fuck are you doing?
2: Nothing. I haven't even moved. How are you not moving there?
1: (laughs) Like, what was that? Sounds like you're tr- you're rubbing one out or something. Like I, nope. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so this one's coming from the homeboy Tone Joker, aka Muscle Dude, as Jeremy elegantly. Wait, Tone
2: Joker Muscle Dude. Yeah, I never knew that.
1: Refers to him as Muscle Dude all the time. Uh, he gave me a Giallo film from 1973 called Sexy Cat. Now this is one I have seen on very obscure lists and stuff. Never seen it before. Uh, it's actually a giallo from Portugal. That's got to be a rarity. I don't really know too many uh, giallos that come from Portugal. Uh, it's dubbed in English, um, which <laughs> actually the dubbing wasn't even that bad. But uh, it's got a pretty simple premise. It's basically about um, this artist of this uh, comic book, Sexy Cat, uh, hires this uh, private eye detective to investigate the du- this dude that is um, essentially filming a pilot for the sexy cat tv show and of course you know the detective takes the job because he feels that this artist feels that he's been fucked over and uh you know he kind of stole his idea for the sexy cat pilot and shit like that so he wants i don't know he he doesn't really say what he wants he just wants to investigate him Uh, of course the detective leaves and the artist gets his throat slit instantly um and then sure as shit you know everyone that's associated with um and then next thing you have, everything everybody that's associated with this pilot starts, you know, winding up dead. They get picked off one by one. So of course, this detective is very enthralled in this, and he's like, needs to figure out what the fuck's going on. So my thoughts on this Giallo. It's it's a very straightforward type Giallo with, you know, it's got all the bells and whistles of Giallos and stuff. It's just it doesn't really stand out. I can see why this one hasn't really made its way to physical media and, and became a little bit more popular. It's very standard kind of run-of-the-mill stuff there's not really a lot of craziness to it um you know the overall soundtrack in it which that's a kind of a big thing in GLs I like that you know real kind of you know sensible and you know soundtracks that fucking just stand out this one's really bland and shit like that but the detective is kind of the standout for the film he's he's kind of sleazy he kind of he, he kind of reminds me of uh Maxwell Smart from Get Smart You know, he he has that type of mentality, but he's kinda sleazy, he sleeps with all the women and shit like that. And I kinda like that character. But overall, you know, it's very straightforward. I figured out exactly what was going on. Unfortunately, from one scene in the film, it was about halfway through, he goes to, you know, talk to these people about, you know, these murders and stuff like that. And I just instantly just dawned on me who the killer was. I'm like, it has to be this person. This is crazy. If they if they gave that away in the scene, I'm like, that's kinda bullshit. So Um, so it's definitely not written all, like all that well and stuff, which is kind of, kind of sad a little bit because that's kind of the whole point of Jalos is a big miss. You're not really supposed to figure out things. Uh, this one actually kind of does make sense in, and it kind of doesn't at times too. The motives for the killings are absolutely ridiculous. It definitely has that going for it. Like a lot of giallos always definitely have the reveal. And you're like, what? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's ridiculous. That one definitely has this. It's not as sleazy as I would like it to be, though. I mean, you sleep with women and shit. It's not like overly sleazy. There's long extended scenes with not very good kills. There's a, there's a kill in the film where they, uh, the killer puts a snake into this woman's uh, apartment. And it, the fucking scene goes on for like eight minutes. Like literally, she's going around doing all her shit in her house and the snake's kind of like slithering around and shit. And and it finally gets her after like eight minutes. I'm like, really? They padded the time? Well,
3: if you don't like scenes that go too long, I'm sorry to tell (laughs) you.
1: Oh no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, But yeah, this movie only runs like 85 minutes before the credits or something like that. So it's not even a long giallo, but there definitely is scenes that go on way too long in this. I'm like, they're padding the time hardcore. Yeah, the kills aren't that great and stuff. And you know, the resolution, I mean, the reveal and shit is like, what the fuck, dude? That's why he's doing the killings. It's, it's so, it's so lame. It's kind of, it's pretty lame. But actually, the movie overall is kind of entertaining, even though it was not really the greatest written and stuff like that. Kind of run-of-the-mill stuff, but... uh I would like to see more sleaze and kind of amped up with the kills and stuff. It probably would have made this movie a whole lot cooler, but I did like the premise of the comic book character, the sexy cat character and shit. I thought it was really interesting. I haven't seen that in a Giallo before. So that was kind of a new take on, you know, the Giallo genre and stuff. But, uh, you know, there was moments in this film too, where even the cinematography was like out of focus and shit. And I'm like, really? Like that's, you know, these movies are generally very stylistic and kind of well done and stuff. <laughs> you are know, like you're, you're losing your cinematography like that. It's, you know, whatever. But uh, overall, not a bad film. Um, if it wasn't for the detective and his kind of get smart shit, though, it kind of probably would have been a miss. But uh, I'm coming in at about a 6 out of 10 on this one. It was, it was decent for what it was. It could have been a lot better, though. So that is Sexy Cat from 1973. Definitely a very obscure giallo and that's going to do it
2: for dub 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 dubs dubs dubs
1: and now our feature presentation Alrighty, getting into the featured reviews here on episode 163. Of course, you guys already know that it is a clown exploitation show. <laughs> it's it's killer clowns, man. It's fucking Long killer clowns.
2: Trip. The hottest thing in horror right now.
1: Really, man. This year has been just there's been a flood of these films. I've probably watched at least 10 or 12 of these. This is crazy. It all cuz of it. It is, man. You know when a popular film comes out, they just they they pour these things out, man, like fucking crazy dude and the majority of them are pretty bad it's yep. kind of what i mean overall i mean the history of clown movies i mean there's way more misses than hits you know it's one of those subgenres that just doesn't produce a lot of great films unfortunately because there's definitely opportunity to do it it's fucking clowns man how do you keep fucking up clown films all the time but they do all right, so this first one right here, I believe uh, originally came out in 2018. I think it's new to us this year in 2019. Um, and it is called Gags the Clown. Um, yeah, so gags the Clown. I'll read the description on INDB here. and and an unidentified man in Green Bay, we what w I? the fuck
2: wisconsin you dumbass oh
1: wisconsin that's <laughs> like, funny that we they would even put wisconsin that's kind of funny uh has captured worldwide attention for roaming the streets that, that was dressed actually as a clown.
3: quite a good dumbass from jeremy that's like barely ever happens that actually was pretty good i'm like I, I don't know why
1: they even put that i mean it's green bay fuck we know where it is even i do and i'm in canada come on um dressed as a clown many write it off as har- as a harmless prank others aren't so sure when a group of friends crosses paths with the clown, everyone calls gags. His true I- intentions are revealed.
2: Okay, can I ask you a question, guys? Why is mm-hmm. the coolest part of the story like not even like a thing? Like the coolest thing, part of the story. The coolest part of the story is this going on people's face and then make them go insane oh yeah the, like the that's very, not even like, like last about. Scene
3: was like my favorite part of the entire movie well like that,
2: it happens a couple times throughout the movies with like these magical balloons popping in magical places on people's faces and then they go crazy.
1: That's you know and that's just part of the it's whole. It's like
2: end- the coolest idea. It's like a cool idea, and they should have just carried that as their narrative of the movie because it's like interesting. Yeah, but they don't even like do anything with it.
1: No, it, it adds to the ambiguity ambiguity of the film in in as a whole. I mean, you have no idea what anything about Gags the Clown. If he's actually human or if he's an alien or if he's fuck like what his actual true intentions are. Obviously his intentions at one point here are turning people into kind of mindless zombies. Cause yeah. I don't really think they're dying. I think they're just getting sick and turning into mindless zombies. Bass oh, salts. <laughs> I mean they do reference that and shit, but you don't this movie's the, the ambiguity of it is is ridiculous, man. It's just I don't I think they took a a pretty decent idea here and didn't do anything with it, which totally sucks, but you know, leading into my thoughts on the movie, man, this movie is constructed horribly. I fucking hated this movie with a passion. I absolutely hate movies. <laughs> really? I fucking hate how the, how movies are done like this, man. Okay. This movie doesn't have one main character. It's got four
2: sets of main characters. What we got I here- have that feeling, too. It's like Secret Life of Pets 2, where it's, like, <laughs> broken into, like yeah dude. sub stories so basically what we get here it's
1: the movie itself is found footage so it follows like um you know some police officers of course with their their body cams and stuff and then it also features a uh, a news reporter and her cameraman they're trying to break the story of gags and stuff and then it follows a group of teens that are just up to no good trying to find out gags and stuff and uh what's the other group
2: the, that, the crazy guy on Facebook. Oh, yeah,
1: and then the fucking podcast host, and he's out to... Yeah, <laughs> this dude, that was the uh, joke I, at the beginning of the podcast.
3: The, the podcast host was the fucking worst, dude. It yeah, was dude. so fake and just didn't... The... It didn't feel realistic at all. Like, dude, you're going to be peer pressured into shooting a human being after the cops told you that, like, hey, we can't do anything because he's not, like, breaking any laws or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, get out of here. Like, it's just... like it's dumb like you 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 must believe your audience is stupid to try to pull that off and to try to make that like a defining moment of the film where I mean, like I guess there this is... right-wing guy it's like pure he's not really that fucking uh hardcore at all and he has to like He's peer pressured. Like, it's ridiculous, dude.
1: Well, that's the thing, man. They're, they're definitely a social commentary in there. And they got a little bit political in this, too, which I don't even want to get into. I fucking it was all bullshit anyways. But yeah, this guy's character is he's just a phony fucking, you know, person in media, you know, and things like that. He's, he's phony as fuck. Right. But the whole structure of this film follows these four groups. And, of course, it's all type found footage and shit. And it, it's really, really fucking choppy. It goes back and forth between all these main characters through the it's majority of the film. It, it really is. But it's the thing is, it's not entertaining, though. That's the major problem with this. No, yeah. None and, of the groups, and
3: honestly, dude, like when you were watching it, were you like, oh, this totally could have potential? Like, well, this, honestly, this is a cool idea. Honestly, to like. Calm- a-
1: like i said though the 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 idea of gags the clown is here they don't even explore the clown much we get so much of these main characters and not enough gags at all we don't even really see gags until pretty much the last scene in the film you know besides these odd balloons and stuff like that but they don't really do anything with that they don't tell you they don't get into exactly what these intentions are they don't tell you shit. it's all about these characters and trying to find gags and then when it comes down to that's probably the best scene in the film but what the fuck, man! The whole ride there is not entertaining at all. All these characters yeah, you and, fucking and hate. Here's another thing, it's dude. not even funny. Like, it's supposed to have funny parts in it. It's not funny. You know, it's actually more annoying. Like you said, the podcast guy of, of the right, uh, the right podcast. That was the joke off the the top of the yeah. the show and stuff. Of course, but I mean. Oh, my God, dude, it's just a frustrating watch through the whole thing. I'm like, this thing better come to something. At one point, they do (laughs) actually mention, you know, something about killer clowns from outer space. And that's essentially what this movie kind of is. It's kind of a it's either a homage to uh, killer clowns or just a blatant rip off in a sense, because, you know, in a sense, and killer clowns are harvesting humans and stuff like that. Maybe that's what Gags is doing with his zombie powder. I don't fucking know because they don't explain any goddamn thing in this fucking movie. And that's frustrating. Because I hate when they take good ass ideas and they don't do shit with them. This movie sucks a big fucking dick. I hated
2: it, fucking hated this movie. I,
3: I didn't hate it nearly as oh, much as I hated you. Yeah, I didn't hate
2: movie. it as much as you either. Oh, it was um, awful.
3: I thought it was like you know not average. Good. I, I actually thought it was not good. Like I remember finishing it and I was like, I was like that just wasn't good. And it it, it aesthetically it looks like it has somewhat of a budget to it. You know what I mean? Like it it looks like it has, even though it's shot down footage, right? Yeah. The acting is not bad. bad. Um, yeah, absolutely. I hated the the news. I hated the, she was terrible. I just hated the writing. I hated how like one moment these characters, these kids see a video of the like, Hey, did you hear about that right wing podcast guy? Who's Like in the same place we are, who's like, Threatening to shoot somebody, like we should probably not do this. Oh, let's do it anyway. Like it just does. It just, I, I hate like that stuff angle like that. though. They
1: take these right ang- or these right wing people and stuff, and they're so hard ass and they're so badass and shit. And it turns out he's just a phony, as fake pussy. fucking pussy. Yeah, he's like I totally not doing shit. Like that's just. It's such a rip on the fucking right wingers.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it. It. it's like it's fake. That's not. That's. Yeah. It's just like bullshit like that dude but that's ugh. what the
1: filmmakers were trying to imply though like fuck the right wingers this is how they are they're they're fake pussies they're always talking some shit and they don't follow through with it i mean this guy was literally lying about his military background he gets down to it and he's he's like he can't pull the fucking trigger and he's like yeah i was over there but no, i was, he's I was fucking, a mechanic here's
3: the thing he oh shouldn't fucking pull the trigger why is he gonna kill some random fucking dude because like, he was yeah. trying to act tough because he was trying to act fucking tough he was that's
1: not he was, tough that's stupid but you know why he was doing all that shit, though, is because he wanted viewers. It was all yeah, about just, fucking yeah, views and 4, shit. Yeah,
3: 4,000 views.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to increase his, uh, his, um, his fan base. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid, man. Like, really? Like, you're going to go and kill something? That's insane. <laughs> in-, in fucking insane, dude. But, like, what the hell? This movie gags the clown. There's no goddamn clown in it, barely. It's so mind-numbingly fucking retarded I was so pissed off at this. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of based on the whole, you know, wrinkles thing a little bit, you know, with the sightings and blah, blah, blah. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. They use this angle, but they
2: don't use the angle. That's the fucking problem here, man. Gags the Clown was like a real clown in Green Bay. That was like fucking people, annoying people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I like that. And I like that. I just don't want, I don't know why they took this angle and use this narrative and, but like I said, it's more about the the way they presented the film too, man. I I, I hate movies that don't have bona fide main characters, and they they just use well, in this case they use four sets of them.
2: Too you know, many. Four,
1: there's four different things happening. It's so choppy. It's all over the place. It's just scene to scene to scene to scene, and you're like. Okay, if this was entertaining, this would be okay if you incorporated some clown action. Maybe some more people dying or getting turned into mindless zombies and shit. I like the balloon aspect. It was the coolest thing in the film. Besides um, the obvious blatant ripoff of <laughs> killer clowns with the tent at the end. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it was like, it's fucking killer clowns from outer space. It's, it's hardcore. But, you know, I didn't mind that because that's, you know, I'm a big fan of the movie. And I, if it's a homage to killer clowns, I'm fine with that. I'm totally down with that. Um, but the ride there, man! Holy shit, dude! It was straight. I was riding I, I on saw flat tires, giving man. Giving
3: this one a pretty positive. Yeah, me movie. too. Me
1: too. I don't get it. I don't get Tony it. Tony Hartman man. liked it. I was super stoked for this. I'm like, this is awesome. They made a movie about Gips, yeah. Even clown. the
3: poster kicks ass. Yeah, yeah the poster
1: is cool. It's funny. I actually have that written down. One of the coolest things about this is the poster art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's
3: Cri- right. Oh, Christian, seen this? He gave it a one and a half out of five. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, Christian's man. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Donna Nelly gives it a nine and a half. Yeah, right. I don't
1: I, I don't get the like for it though. I mean the love for it. I mean it's just
2: Well, even fucking Dustin Baker gave it four out of five. Four, yes. Yeah, like saw anything. That.
3: Hmm. Yeah. That's funny.
2: Yeah, and he hates everything. <laughs> four everything. out
1: of ten is still pretty shitty. No, he <laughs>
2: gave it four out of five.
1: Oh, four out of oh he does out of five?
3: What?
2: Well, no, it's letterboxed. dude. It's Letterbox.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay,
2: you have
3: man. to do out of five.
1: <laughs> but still, man, I mean, in our ratings, that's eight out of ten, dude. Or eight and a half.
3: Oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm with you. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's really. Um,
1: I mean, I guess to each to their own. I mean, I can't judge their opinion if they liked it or not. I mean, I just think it was an atrocious I movie. I just think it was really fucking bad. Like, it, it, was, it was more frustrating for me the yeah, whole time
3: you're absolutely you're hanging the nail on the head with that it is a frustrating watch mm-hmm. i i was very frustrated watching this
1: you know it's one thing to watch a movie that has a pretty you know a pretty generic uh narrative you know and shit like that you're like whatever man but when you when there's a decent core idea there and just nothing is done with it i mean for a fan you're just like well that was a waste of time you know essentially that's what you don't want I felt
2: like that with the other
1: movie that we had to watch. <laughs> you have to you have to be kidding that you like this more than fucking Clownado.
2: Way, not way more, but... Oh, my God. See,
1: it's crazy. Our taste is so different, man. I think this... I mean, this was trying to be... I don't know, man. I just wish they had just done something more with the, the story, man. It sucks. I feel cheated. That's not a good thing. It's not nope. a good thing. Oh, well, fuck. Whatever. I mean, it's just another shitty clown movie to add to the the basket of shitty clown movies.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: All right, well, I mean, I got really nothing else to say about it. There's not really anything to say about it, to be honest. I mean... I agree. Jeremy, what do you rate this?
2: I want to say what kind of bad friends lets a friend throw up blood and be like, no, he's fine, it's nothing. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I had it at a five. But I'll give it a four and a half after our discussion. Four and a half.
3: I am 100% at a four on this one. Um. Yeah, I give it a three. And is that a Hall Okay, of pain so or? No, it doesn't make oh. Hall of Pain, but I wouldn't be mad if it did.
1: <laughs> I'm actually a little bit surprised. See, this,
3: this is one of those cases where, like, On the surface, like, it doesn't look that bad, but it's just so damn boring and such, so many missteps with script and, uh, like, pacing and just all the stuff that, you know, you need to make, like, a movie, like, fun. It just doesn't have any of it. It's only 89 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. (laughs) All right.
0: Wrinkles.
1: I need you to come get these kids. Moving along to another film from 2019, and it's kind of on the same premise. Um it's called Wrinkles the Clown. Uh, this is actually a documentary about
3: Okay. <laughs> Let me just say this. I knew nothing of this film going in. I, like for the first like twenty-five minutes. I couldn't tell if this was a documentary or a mockumentary. No, and I was like, I had to look it up because I was like, is this a fucking like I, it felt like a mockumentary to me. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it kind of, it kind of does that a little bit though. Even halfway that's the through. point.
2: Cause you don't know what's supposed to be real and what's fake. Just like what the thing is trying to say.
1: Yeah. It's just, Oh my God. All right. So yeah. The wrinkles, a clown story documentary in Florida. Parents can hire wrinkles, the clown to scare their misbehaving children. I mean, the story is with Wrinkles a Clown, you know, he created these videos and they kind of went fucking viral about him scaring children and shit. I mean, that honestly, that's a really amazing premise that it actually worked. Um, You know, he would go around promoting himself with stickers and stuff with his real life cell phone number on there and then it just it just went ridiculous. It went super viral. You know, people were, you know, basically making YouTube videos about this guy, Wrinkles a Clown. They were making videos filming themselves, you know, calling him and shit like that and you know, at one point in the documentary, they even said that he had like over like two million or something like that uh, emails and and texts and shit. I'm like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. But the whole premise of Wrinkles the Clown was, you know, he can be hired to scare your kids when they're bad and shit. And you know, that's actually a pretty interesting idea, making a living off scaring kids.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I agree because it's like not, it's not it. Like if I had a local dude that was do that, I would I would totally scare my little cousins. I mean, I did it myself. So
1: <laughs> I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised to get more into, you know, they had the psychologist in it and how they're like, "Well, you know, this is just not good. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's almost it's, it's borderline. It's borderline child abuse and all that That's type of bullshit. shit, but
3: you got to get scared as a kid. Me and my my coworker today, he 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 was talking about how he's, you know, at his new girlfriend's house and she has a couple of kids. And he's like, yeah, you dude, like at night, like I'll throw on a mask or something and I'll scare the shit out of him. I'm like, awesome, dude. You're doing I know, job. right? I
1: mean, I mean, we grew up like that, man. Adults yeah. just scared the shit out of us all the time. And it was like, but then again, it was also different age where it was pretty get, hard to be considered child abuse because parents used listen, to beat our asses and people were like, well, that let, fucking little bastard deserved it.
3: <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> a little Not like that story, anymore. Okay. This is this. Okay. When I was a kid like under five years old, like four or something. Um, my, I had a habit of cussing. Like I would, my, my grandparents told me that I would say like the F word and I would just like, I, I don't know where I picked it up, but I was like, just, I thought it was funny as a little four year old or whatever. And they couldn't get me to stop. I would be doing like in the middle of the store and stuff like that. So my grandfather, um, he took me one night down into Pittsburgh um, which obviously is a town of steel, to a steel mill where these big, like flames, but he knew somebody that worked there, these big ass flames would shoot out of this thing. And he told me this is where the cuss monster lives. Scared <laughs> the fuck out of me, or as I would say back then, the freak out of me <laughs> And uh, it, you know, it totally worked. You know what I mean? I did not cuss for years like I Even when kids on the playground were cussing it like eight or something like that Like I wasn't cussing because I knew that cuss monster would get my ass and I was like I'm not doing this, you know, I like seeing all these damn flames and like it was just scary as shit and uh, like this molten fucking steel or whatever i was out of there bro like cuss monster no thank you so i i think that it's a very good tactic to s- scare your kids
1: yeah man i think i think it's and i'm fine idea. i didn't i
3: i and you know even as an like as i got older i was like kind of interested in the cuss monsters like so like what does he do to kids that cuss <laughs> you know what i mean i was like real interested
2: i just think it's interesting the power of The media and the internet and you know i think that's mainly what this is trying to say that you know this random dude from florida just made a video and put it on youtube and it went crazy and it turned into what it turned into and everybody thought it was real and it just escalated into that it's just the power of the internet Mm-hmm. that's today's world man
3: i do remember like the creepy clown because they talk about it in like
2: the later portion of the film we should call that number and see what happens
3: do they have <laughs> it? is the number let's do it's it right, right now. now yeah is there look try to see if you can find that All right. um but in the later portion of the film they talk about like how people started copying and it was like a uh, a big thing where they they were arresting people and like the one, the funniest one was like where they were like yeah the con like hides in the edges of the woods and he like offers these kids money and candy to come into the woods i'm like jesus yeah
1: it it almost went viral in a bad way you know and then then he he started getting a bad rap because you're like well wrinkles you're kind of the one that started this and he was starting to feel bad if you know if kids were gonna actually get harmed and stuff and but i mean what do you expect though right i mean popularity just always leads to imitators right that shit is always gonna happen
2: yeah you got it all right all right here we go let's see if i got it right if he
1: answers i'm gonna fucking die yeah.
2: <clears throat> I can't
1: believe it even rings. Do you think it'd be busy?
3: Look at something nice. I ended up with his number. Oh come on, answer! used <clears> to <throat> <laughs> have a voicemail. <laughs>
0: No, oh, um, you bring sprinkles, the clown. Oh, oh shit! Call. Leave me a message. I'll call you back.
2: <laughs> Tell him it's twenty-two shots. <laughs> twenty-two shots loves you and fuck Jerry.
3: That's it. dude. Well, that, that was awesome. we
0: we Good just idea, became
1: sir. we just became part of the uh, the pop culture man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but getting into the documentary, <clears throat> um. I had a pretty distinct idea and you know the first like 10 minutes that what we were seeing was most likely not the real wrinkles. What? It just it just seemed well because if he if he's this famous and he's made a little bit of money doing this shit I'm like he's really living in a fucking motorhome like in a small ass motorhome. I'm like this doesn't make any sense. He wasted
3: to- it all on strippers and booze like most old 65 year old clowns do. I I just don't really like what they did
1: here, man. It, it was just like a misconception of the wrinkles. I wish they had to play this a little bit more straightforward. Um you know with the wrinkles story and stuff and i mean splicing in all these little kids you know showing their videos and talking about wrinkles and stuff man just got so old man i it mean did. this this shit I is like this shit is like 75 minutes long and i was like i don't give a fuck about these kids and their experiences with watching these videos and how they you know they're relating to it and you know and blah 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 It just i really was getting super bored with this and shit and then of course they get into the psychology thing and i'm like oh God fuck I just really wanted To hear Wrinkles talk I understand him Concealing his identity That makes complete sense Totally respect that But I wanted more From him And we didn't really Get the real wrinkles Until about halfway Through this documentary And like I said It's 75 minutes long It was pretty Disappointing to me man And I actually Thought this documentary Was pretty poorly Constructed And was pretty bad To be honest Is I was very disappointed I haven't seen a bad Documentary in a long time And this was probably One of the worst ones I've seen in a while I just, I didn't care for this at all. I thought it was enjoyable
3: for what yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad at all. I, I thought Ugh. it drug a little bit, and oh, I man. felt like it could have been streamlined a little bit more, could have been a little bit more, like, I, I honestly don't like the mockumentary mixing. Like, if no. you're going to have a doc, just be a straight doc. If you're going to do a mock, do a straight mock. I, I feel like it blurs the lines.
2: I, I just
1: felt like mixing. it was pointless to do it in this, in this instance. Why like, yeah, because
2: really they're just we believed it, just like people believe about wrinkles, but the thing is i w- i was
1: I was suspect on it right away. I'm like, this guy's living in a fucking van or in a like a camper van. This is crazy to me. I'm like, this this can't be fucking real. I was questioning it right away, and ultimately, I was right. I was like, this doesn't make fucking sense. There's no way, And they never really did show. You know, how he is living and stuff. They show him from a distance and in the dark, you know, kinda one of those type of interviews and stuff. So I'm actually really curious. And that's what made me more curious. I'm like, I wonder how he actually does live. He's making that good of a you know, a living off this, who knows?
3: I, I yeah. feel like the weakest part for me was when they started with all like all the damn kid scenes, you know, the it's the, like honestly it, I think it's, it's, overkill. it's
1: I think it's more than half the documentary, them showing these kids in their videos and you know how they you know, these clown masks and just YouTube and shit. I'm like, this fucking fat kid? I mean that fat <laughs> kid got so much airtime in this I'm like, really? And I'm like, this is so fucking sad. You know, he wants to do these kind of videos and shit like that over playing football. He's supposed to be six five. I'm like, motherfucker, get your ass on the on the fucking you know, the gridiron. <laughs> I'm like, really, oh, dude? Man. Like <laughs> Should lose a few
3: pounds. I'm
1: that sorry. Was, that was wrong. that was well, he was a fat kid. I mean it's you know It's okay. A little big for his age. But um I don't know, man. I just didn't really care for this at all. I was very let down. I was super, super stoked to watch this too. I'm like, it's a documentary on Wrinkles the Clown. Awesome, amazing. Did did not like the the Well, it's definitely not used. like
2: my ninth favorite horror film, Paradise Lost and Murders at uh, Robin Hood Hills. But
1: well, that's the thing. There's so many good documentaries out there, and then when you <laughs> when you watch so many good ones, it's like, really, like Wrinkles the Clown. I mean,
2: the the or the story's there. It was short enough that it didn't overstay its welcome too much. I don't know. I thought it
1: was okay. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like most of this documentary is just filler. Do we really need all these kids talking about, you know, their... See, that's
3: how I feel about the next damn film.
1: Yep. But the... Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I just... I really was not getting any enjoyment out of this thing whatsoever. It was just so... It just felt shitty, too. Like, super (laughs) low budget and, like... The whole half of the mockumentary shit was just like fucking it felt super pointless to me
3: see that's how I felt about the next film <laughs>
1: I, I don't really get that
3: how do you not get super it super low
2: budget it just felt shitty it just didn't feel shitty it is shitty
1: you think clown NATO was more low budget than this
2: y- yes uh, yeah. no feels no.
3: like it well yeah, they did a bad job with their money <laughs>
1: Are you, f- dude? There's like ten thousand special effects in the next movie. Like yeah, so much ones that
3: I could have made in my garage.
1: Oh, give me a fucking break! There's lots of effort put into that shit. There's no effort. This is like one of the most poorly constructed documentaries I've ever seen.
3: Dude, I don't know about like how much, and it's not even entertaining. Really Nato, dude. Oh, come on. It seems dude. like a classic case of like, let's write a super simple story and get it out to capitalize on this NATO phenomenon dude. and make it 150
2: minutes. Dude, minutes.
1: there's like 60 straight minutes of like fucking nonstop action in that movie. There is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's obviously some budget there because they use a lot. Of, anyways, we'll get into this. But anyways, Wrinkles the Clown. I don't really have anything else to say about it. I thought it was atrocious. atrocious. Like, <laughs> it, it might even be one of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. I swear to God. It was so bad.
3: Um, okay, who rated, I guess, Moods is first, then.
1: I'm coming in at a 2 out of 10. This is terrible.
3: Mm, I'm at a 6.
2: I'm at a 7. What the f- Why? What's so enjoyable about this? It was kind of
3: interesting. I was interested in in the fucking clown
1: really I you just don't get enough of the real wrinkles on this man to warrant it being I was interested
3: in the fake wrinkles too
1: and I didn't Ugh. think
3: he was the fake wrinkles It's just the so fuck
1: I, I just uh, okay I I just don't understand well I mean I guess we're gonna be polar we'll opposites right on a Jeremy's couple of these higher
3: to me which is surprising
1: which I don't understand like really like Jeremy's all into these fucking you know these really <laughs> well-made shit
3: <laughs> like wrinkles the clown really it's like one of the shittiest I mean it's no it's, ever made. no it's no Blair Witch but I mean it's interesting enough
1: see that's the thing I don't I didn't find it interesting I think this just reading the synopsis you're like okay that's <laughs> the most interesting thing about it
0: there is one nasty ass storm heading
1: this way A tornado touched down about four blocks away this thing is bad news I mean it's Evil. Alright, okay. so moving along. Uh another film from 2019 directed by Todd Sheets. We got Clown NATO. Of course you know this was gonna come out. Gotta capitalize on the Shark NATO films.
2: Dude, um, that's fucking bent over for like three years now. <laughs> yeah, they are a little late on this one.
1: Whatever. Um Cursed demonic circus clown set out on a vengeful vengeful massacre using tornadoes. A stripper, Elvis impersonator, truck driver, teen runaway, and a dude get caught up in the supernatural battle between Femme and the boss clown from hell. (laughs) This movie fucking sucks cock. No, no. It's okay. Here's my thoughts on the film. Now, I 100% agree that this movie runs way too long. It should not be a hundred minutes. The first 40 minutes, in my opinion, could have been cut down to like 20. This thing would have brought down the running time, you know, down to 80, probably 75 minutes, you know, with the credits and stuff. Would have been perfect for it. Yeah, that's all right, then. I think if they had have just... The opening scene in the film drags like a motherfucker. Actually, the first, like I said, the first 40 minutes is pretty bland, actually. It's just a lot of dialogue, just a lot of kind of buildup and shit. But I really think that she should have edited this down dramatically and there's also another scene later in the film where you know, a bunch of the characters are talking to this police officer Uh, you know they can't get through this road and stuff and that scene goes on for way too long too or
2: carrying a fucking dude, thing of oxygen said, when, for he like says, when he's like minutes. I don't have
3: time to call my deputy so you're my deputy or whatever I'm like what the fuck kind of wh- why why is this random dude your deputy
1: yeah I don't know but I mean once the 40 minute mark hits in this film man and basically all these characters are at this uh um diner and of course the clowns arrive with this you know tornado that,
2: that seems too long too i
3: and wish the the tornado would have been more like of a tor- realistic like, no nah, no necessarily i don't need realistic i just need what like i wish it was more like clowns flying out of a tornado attack like stabbing see, people in the see, face that's the stuff. thing
1: i was hoping it wasn't going to be that and they were going to downplay the tornado because to be honest the tornado is expect it's exactly what I expected it to be. It wasn't, Yeah, it from actually, a film
3: called Clown Nato, I it wasn't
1: that too. The, the effect that they used actually wasn't as cheesy and, and as bad as I was expecting it to be. But I'm glad that they didn't actually have the clowns I mean, in the tornado. It like looks the pretty sharks. shitty when that plane is in the sky, bro. Well, of course, of course it does. It definitely does. But I mean, that's that's the thing. But I was but really why hoping that they would gonna you hope that it
3: wouldn't have the the tornado as part of what? The, the, the film
1: it, is. It's just too long to have that type of scene. I mean, the effects would be super fucking bad. Just yeah, but them tra- I think but that would like, be
3: kind of fun.
1: But no, I like the idea of them being able to travel. I mean, okay, so this tornado essentially kills these clowns. And somehow, which is not even explained, they, they gain the power to travel through the tornado. It's ridiculous. But I do like the idea because, it you know, the, the tornado just kind of shows up and they're there. And I'm like, okay, so we don't have to sit through these long painstaking fucking bad effect scenes and shit like that it's just it's kind of over and done right away Yeah, but
3: it's not like the film is packed with good effects to begin with
1: i think the gore effects are fantastic
3: i mean fantastic all the they, blood looks like for, fucking water dude it's
1: not fantastic bro for for a well, I think it is. That's my opinion. I think they're it's... good, but they're not fantastic. Dude, the thing is, and there's a fuck ton of gore in this movie too, man. I mean, it's a typical Todd Sheets film. So that's that's what I was coming back to saying, you know, it's a low budget film. But I mean, for what he did for I, I don't know what the budget is. It's probably nothing. $8. I mean, it's, it's kind of like what they did with Bone Hill Road and shit like that. I mean, I, I,
3: I... like Bone Hill Road way more than
1: this. See, but, you know, honestly, man, the last like four or five Sheets films have been pretty good, man. Like, honestly, pretty decent and shit. This is definitely my weakest uh, film that he's made out of la- last four or five and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, the editing really hurts this film. I think if it was 75 minutes tightened up, I think you would have had a lot better forget film.
3: 75. If this was 70 minutes, I think it would have played so much more fun and been it, it. The joke gets old, dude, like it's, it's just not I don't fun really, in a certain
2: I was just flabbergasted why they pulled an Ed Wood and didn't do another take of them going into that fucking elevator. like. Like by
3: the but like by the time they're that's like oh, a tornado needs equal parts like hot and cold and up and down and like if we get a fucking nitrogen we could stu- like I'm just like dude this is fucking just dumb and, and yeah but, but, but that Even actually but I'm
2: trying to take an ox a uh, hydrogen tank out of an office it's oh, like, oh yeah it's, that's
1: actually the other scene I've written down that one's too long so too but I mean up. the idea be t- behind killing the tornado actually kinda of makes sense because that's how you would actually just dis- extinguish a fucking tornado is by making it all cold and shit. I mean, yeah, but the why idea not kill is there. the
3: clowns instead of the fucking tornado.
1: Well because I think the tornado might still be I don't know. Maybe the tornado is like would needs think to like okay what, what is
3: an easier thing to do? Kill a clown or kill a tornado? Well, in this
1: case, it was kind of hard to kill the clowns because they were killing everyone else, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't fucking kill them. So the idea is to extinguish the tornado. I just think tornado. the tornado
3: is a super afterthought, and it's just gimmicky. And it should have just been a killer clown movie if you're not going to have more of this tornado See, thing other is, than fu- traveling. I... Thing. I would have rather had them travel in a super fucking fast little tiny clown car. That would have been funny. The tornado <laughs> thing is gimmicky. It doesn't work. It's it's just it it, it seems like an afterthought.
1: I don't think so. I think it's actually kind of fun. And I'm glad that they didn't overuse a tornado thing. They show them the clown showing up from these tornadoes yeah, a couple different cl- times. It's
3: called clown NATO though. Like you, you expect well, that's, a little- because, of, that's because of the
1: action. curse. That's, I don't know the fucking curse that's put on. I don't know. I guys mean, guys there is definitely some narrative. Yeah, there's tornadoes
3: here. all over the cover. There's three uh, of them. This is misleading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: fucking. It looks like a sci-fi film. Every sci-fi film covers misleading. Fuck. It's never what's in the film. Let's face it. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I actually thought the clowns looked pretty cool in this film. I thought the gore is okay. There's a I really the, there's the a man. really no no no. no,
0: no,
2: no. I would have liked a little gore more was for okay. This from the... You said the gore was fantastic. I did. Get I your actually, shit right.
1: Okay. Well I you know, I stick by it. You know, and that's what I always do. I don't I don't fucking bullshit. I think it was really good. Um I actually really liked the female clown in this. She was kind of fucking like rugged and nasty and shit. There's a scene where she takes this gore and she rubs it all over her fucking naked titties. I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I just never seen that in a film before. There's a a brutal, absolutely. Really, I have it's a movie called Hostile 2. Okay, Jeremy, you know, you <laughs> like to, okay. You love to watch intellectual films, right? And discuss intellectually, you know, in yeah, intellectual but ways. Like
3: I was saying in the chat, dude, he does like his fair share of dumb shit. Like, that I know, but I mean, but even, movie, but even like, though I named like four or five of them.
1: But even though I know he hates this film and you guys – but at least have a civil conversation about it. I mean just state your points, right? That's I said all...
2: you said you can't think of any other movie that no. did that and I just named one. All
1: right. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was actually pretty cool. There's a fucking uh, terrible – well, again, Jeremy. I mean – the,
2: They do the – You like, do this a uh, lot when
1: we're talking about film. Movie. You're like, this movie fucking sucks and you don't say anything to back it up. I'm like, okay. I
2: said why it sucked. It has – the scenes are too long and I don't but find the characters interesting. I'm saying okay. that
1: too, and I'm I'm I actually really enjoyed this film.
2: I don't like the know. characters. I think the acting is shitty, dude.
1: Uh, okay, come and okay, we we we've discussed this a million times, man. I mean, these no budget type films and shit. Is it really appropriate it, to really judge the acting? He shoots I mean, too much coverage.
2: That's the problem.
1: We know what we're getting ourselves into. Actually, shoot. He I shoots, think one of, he one too of the much worst coverage. Scenes, yeah, well, of course, but I mean, you can shoot fucking three, four hours for any film. It doesn't matter what you shoot; it's all about the edit. I agree, the editing in this film, or the the final edit, I shouldn't say you know from scene to scene is bad. I mean the transitions are fine. I mean it's even shot well. I mean the fucking cameras that they use, it looks good. But the fucking final edit is the biggest problem in this movie, in my opinion. It's just it should not be this long. I have no idea why you would ever try to expand your film to Dude, 100 minutes. Like it's insane I said to in my
3: letterboxer view, it's insulting to me that you value my time so little that you expect me to. To sit through a two a, a almost two hour film called Clown NATO that has like do, literal dozens of scenes that I'm looking at like this could have been trimmed. There's literally nothing happening right Try now. Try watching This a dialogue movie. is nothing. This dialogue is fucking pointless too. Like I, it just it very it makes me want to not like the movie, which Try is watch. fucked up because honestly, and I said it in the Fresh cuts chat, I didn't think this film was overly awful. Like I, I could have totally, if this was seventy minutes, dude, I totally could have been like, oh, that was a, that was a fun little, you know, l- low budget indie. Like, let's get man, the crew together and make a fun little clown movie. I'm but, not
1: line, man. This is the type of movie that I would love to recut. Just like send me over to Todd's house and be like, dude, let me recut this fucking movie for you. I'll take take this out take that out I don't take know this. if
3: he's the editor though you know what i mean like i yes, don't see yes he edited
2: produced it. oh come on
1: todd it. sheets dude, dude todd sheets does everything he produces <laughs> he does the effects he does the directing he does the writing he does everything on his films that's why I respect him, man. He's a fucking workaholic. But I mean, I everybody, too, I just everybody has misses. my time a little bit more. <laughs> <Fuck's> <laughs> I'm just I, okay, saying. You know what? I, I Look, do respect I, that. I, I respect <laughs> that because that's one of my biggest complaints with the film, too. Besides the shitty ass Leanna Quigley fucking um, cameo in this film. God, she's atrocious in this man. She's fucking so bad. I was like, "Uh," and she's actually shown up in probably the last four or five Todd Sheets movies, but this particular cameo was really fucking bad, dude. I was like, oh man, Mm. I don't know. I I was kind of getting a kick out of the Black Elvis thing. It was reminding me of Cool Keith because the whole Cool Black Elvis thing. It was kind of funny that they even put that in there. And it was, I like the part in the film where the fuck I think it's the uh, the sheriff and he's like, yo man, you're dressed. He says something on the lines of like. Just just tell people that you think it's Halloween because you shouldn't be dressed like that or anything. <laughs> was like that oh, fuck, but it's super ironic, right? that a black guy would ever dress up like, you know, Elvis because Elvis was a fucking racist. He didn't even like black people. Really? I find it so funny, yeah, you didn't know that.
3: Elvis was a super I don't really know anything about Elvis anyways,
1: he was a super racist. but I always find it funny when you see black Elvis impersonators. I'm like, why would you want to impersonate somebody that fucking hates you?
3: Like, it's crazy for the iron. Like I, it I had is. A fr- it is. It is super ironic. Yeah. Who used to dress up uh, for Halloween in a KKK costume, and he was like, <laughs> he was just like I'm taking the power back, damn it!"
0: Oh my um, god. That his is name was so Squeaks.
3: But, Dude, yeah.
1: actually, another part in this film that made me laugh. I mean, now. I didn't
3: think it was really fun. I was like, I don't know, "Man, just still it just doesn't look good." <laughs> no, really even though it's black.
1: I love. I did like the scene in the in the uh, in the diner where they kept calling the waitress Flo. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was me my name's not Flo, bitch man i don't know if you guys noticed but in that scene when she was getting killed outside her fucking legs come wide open and you can like see her muff like coming down her fucking legs i was like are you serious no, I like too. that could have been edited out too i know it's just natural If legs come open and they're female i look that's just what i do but i was like wow that's a little bit too much they probably could have definitely cut that scene out. If I was her, I would have been like, really? You kept that in the movie? That's fucking shitty. They kept like, everything oh. in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. they did. I yeah. Mean, We've established <laughs> Good this. Good the, the, the
3: edit <laughs> they needs. kept everything in the movie. Including pushing the wrong elevator
2: button when they're on the first floor and the door closes.
3: Yeah, was, <laughs> but I mean
1: to be honest, man, funny. you know there is a lot of action in this. I mean, probably way more than there probably should have been with the budget and stuff, but you know, lots of kills. There's definitely fun here.
2: You want to know what it's the rating ahead. is on IMDb? Don yeah,
1: and Nelly
3: gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I know that.
1: It's 7.2. Which, 7.2. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, I'm actually wondering how it got so high on IMDb. There must be. How many reviews? Todd
3: Sheets has a lot of accounts.
1: 2,000. 2,000? 2000? No, it says 20,
2: 20. fucking kidding me? 1964. Well,
1: user reviews on here, says 23.
2: Yeah, but if you go to the top... 1964. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just saying. That's yeah, that's crazy. that's really insane. I, I
3: Don, mean, and Nelly, guess... Don and Nelly gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, but so he's
1: retarded. Like, but that's like 9, 9.5 according to our scale. That's insane. Yeah, but he's
2: retarded. He gave strangers a 2 out of 10. Yeah,
1: but... It's... <laughs> it's, oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. That I, I, fucking lo- cr-
3: like, I bust Don's balls a lot. Rightly so. Um, but I love looking at his letterbox. <laughs> I am not joking. It's one of my favorite things to do.
2: I just don't understand him. doesn't make sense to me,
3: dude. He just is loves the love is entertainment value. This it.
2: isn't entertaining though. To him it is. I guess well,
1: to me it is. I had, a, I had a fucking blast watching this, even though the first 40 minutes were a little bit tedious. If it hadn't picked up the way it did, I was like, Oh, but I have fun with this. It was definitely fucking way better than the, the previous two pieces of shit. Ugh, that was a bad double feature that night, man. Gags and wrinkles. See,
3: I I was like hating you for picking this thing because like it's I was a, already... And it's only bored. because
1: of the runtime, too. Like I said, if this movie was 75 minutes, it would have been a 70, totally different story.
3: Even 75, I probably still would be mad.
1: No, nah, I don't think it need. I mean...
3: It's a 70-minute 70 70 movie. There's not enough... Action or story in here? To there's be lots
1: of action. There's like sixty straight minutes of action in this. There's yeah, six. sixty straight minutes. Exactly. <laughs> 60 but minutes. you have to have some fucking narrative. You can't just have there action is for no sixty narrative. minutes. Yeah, there's no narrative. What is the there narrative. is. There's a whole fucking curve. It's a revenge story. It's a revenge story. You I mean, can
3: throw you, dude. You could tell that whole thing in thirty seconds, and it'd be just as. I impactful. didn't say you
1: couldn't, man. I'm not dis this in this fact. You keep coming back to the the excessive runtime and stuff. I'm like, I know, I agree. I'm 100% agreed in you, for sure. But there is a narrative. I mean, it's a revenge story at at the core. I mean, the opening scene is insanely long. It doesn't need to be like that. But actually, there is one cool thing in the opening scene when when she is being forced to kill her husband or whatever from these evil or from the clowns that she's part of this whole circus and stuff. There's actually an Evil Eye poster on the wall, and uh, which is a Mario Bava <laughs> film. And which got me thinking, I'm like, throughout the film, they have this crazy-ass, you know, fucking lighting scheme throughout the whole film, which, you know, if Jeremy wasn't hating on the film just because of hating on the film, he probably would have noticed that because he generally notices things like good lighting. Um, very Italian uh, in lots of parts in this, man. It doesn't lots of make it good. What do you mean it doesn't make it good?
2: Just because it's Italian lighting doesn't make it good lighting. But it was good lighting, though. The lighting was decent. You no, know, fuck off! Shut up! You guys are just fucking. You guys are
1: just straight bias assholes right now. Well, I, I mean, it was, I'm it was being actually very quite good.
3: honest with this review. Like, I'm—I don't think I'm being a hater at all. I, nah, I, I well, Jeremy's
1: the, not being on. I mean, fuck, dude, he just—he hated the movie going into it, and this is this is the review that we get. It's crazy. You can't be—you can't have an intellectual conversation about a movie that you don't like. It's crazy. I just don't know what to say about it. <laughs> because you weren't paying attention to it man i was paying attention you were hating to the movie so much that you're just like he oh, was you
3: paying can't. so much attention that he noticed that the fucking they didn't hit the right floor because <laughs> like i wouldn't have noticed that i noticed that <laughs> i don't know i shit was like paying that.
2: attention
1: anyway whatever man i mean as long as I mean, like how the to hell me, is a little, to me it was how the hell is a little
2: person comes out of a fucking person that makes no fucking sense
1: one the when the midgets heads get head get ripped off and they say Pop goes the weasel I just made me laugh out loud. <laughs> some fucking stupid, but it's kind of funny. I don't know, man. I whatever. I mean, teacher I mean, I didn't expect you guys to. I I just wanted to watch it. That's why I said add the third one in there. I'm glad I did because this is the only one that I liked this week. So, at least there was something for everybody. You guys enjoyed wrinkles for some odd reason. God, that thing was worse than a wrinkly dink. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just it's just so funny. I don't know. I I like. I would. I mean, if I was gonna watch them again, I would choose Clown Nate over over Wrinkles probably because I feel like once you see that, you don't need to see it again. I mean, you don't need to see this either. But at least there's like funny. I stuff beg. I beg.
1: I beg to differ, man. I think there's. I mean, people that are into these films. You know, like I mean, I don't want to use Don and Ellie as a, an example because he's just he's a bad example of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but. I don't know. I think there's people out there that are gonna find some entertainment value in this. Yeah, thing. he I gave mean,
3: that one like Giallo that we like hated. Like we all gave it like a four. He gave it like a ten or something. And then he gave continued, it a
1: nine. And then continue to to say that he schooled us on when he was on Italian. Yeah,
3: he probably like, schooled me. I don't I, was, I, don't I don't know. I, shit about I don't this. even.
1: What episode was he? Oh, he's on the um Bianchi. Bianchi. The Bianchi one. Yeah, that's right. And that massacre. <laughs> that was the third in... that movie sucked. Yeah, That was
2: a bad one. He gave it a nine. He gave it a nine. Which didn't make any sense. I even think
3: in the review, he didn't like it. Like, in the review, he was, like, agreeing with everything we said. And he's like, nine out of ten. We're like, what? Nine? (laughs) Oh, I
1: think think what he's referring to now, when I think about it, it was what what the peeper saw. Because we originally thought. Which is, you know, it's funny because I've even looked into that since and stuff. And, you know, he's connected to that film. So I don't know how true that he never directed any part of it or blah, blah, blah. Who fucking knows? Yeah. It, all I, all I, all I know is that it would have been a better choice instead of Massacre on that show because that movie is actually really good.
3: Um, so. yeah, I liked it. We, I watched it for 72.
1: Yeah, it is a good film. It's, it, it's what weird. I like about that is one of those films that just, you can't make today. It's mm-hmm. just different worlds, man. Um, um,
3: I guess it's my turn to rate first, uh, yeah, this movie to me, like I said, if it was 70 minutes, I would be like, okay, I don't think it's good. I don't, I, it had some cool Was moments. there anything
1: good? I mean, I don't think you said anything good about it. Like you you disagreed that the effects were not good.
3: Yeah, I don't think Did the effects know? are overly good, but that just because I don't think the effects aren't good in terms of like quality effects design they're entertaining which is different because an effect can look good or it can just look bad and still look cool you know what i mean um so i if it was like 70 minutes of of ridiculously stupid and over the top and some cool effects some good even yeah i i would i would be like okay that was worth my time um i did like the black elvis character a little bit Um, I wanted the more like I'm gonna be honest. I knew that this wasn't gonna happen going into it because I just didn't think that they could pull it off. But come on, I I came for a tornado with fucking filled with clowns, and I just got a killer clown movie. Should have just called it, you know, killer clowns kill the people or something. Well, you
1: technically (laughs) technically there was clowns. See, I like the idea of them just being able to transport by the tornado. I didn't want. See, I got what I wanted. I didn't see, want I would like that, the and clowns coming of like out of the tornado The like,
3: Clowns attack, but like in clownado, I yeah, kind it's still, of expect it's still, there it's still, to be more it's still of a clownado. No, man, because you know, honestly,
1: dude, if you're gonna have the clowns coming straight out of the I tornado, I feel like you saying it's, it's that is straight, like
3: kind of a a thing where you're just like, ah, ah, uh, I. I, I didn't expect them to be able to do it, so I would just say. No,
1: I'm telling you, the reason why I didn't want it is because it would have been the exact same thing as Sharknado. You got cl- or sharks literally coming no, out of tornadoes. it would the exact
3: same thing because it would be clowns. It's the same idea.
1: They presented it differently, and I'm I'm glad that they did it differently instead of having clowns coming straight but out why of the tornadoes.
3: Then you shouldn't call it Clownnado. What, but call it Clownstorm. What are you talking
1: about? They still transport by tornado. Clownnado's great. For it. So,
3: there's still a tornado and there's clowns. Put them together. You get clown It's like, it's like they, <laughs> they, it's like, that's like such a cop-out. It's like, oh, no. technically have a tornado in it, so guys. You,
1: so you, you'd rather have the fucking straight like rip I'm not saying I
3: need the whole film to be that, but like, I want a little bit of the film to be that. Like, no. it, it's fine to still do what we did. But like, Dude, I would have rolled my
1: eyes if there was clowns coming out of a tornado like Sharks and Sharknado.
3: I'd be like, Dude. Oh, fuck, man. Where, where's the Lloyd Kaufman because, cameo? Because this film is like so grounded in reality that you would have rolled your eyes at the clown tornado.
1: <laughs> I just know how to have fun with it, man. I just no, take it for I, what I'm it was. i
3: to have fun. That's my thing. Is like, I would have had more fun had there been a tornado. Hey,
1: maybe I'm a little bit more easily amused. I don't fucking know. But I liked <laughs> what they did and I'm I'm super fucking happy that they didn't do the clowns straight out of the NATO because, Jesus Christ, man, we just fucking watched 61 fucking Sharknado movies, man. I've like,
3: never seen a single NATO movie. Me neither.
1: Well, now that you guys said that, you know that they're getting Patreon. There's only six. It's not that There's
3: bad. There's only six of them, guys. <laughs> um, Honestly, no, but...
1: I've only seen the first four. I haven't seen the last two, so... Oh, Listen, they're
3: all, they're I, all I, entertaining. I reviewed cursed i reviewed slasher uh return of the slasher nurse last week and this is like the same quality um i would say this is even higher quality and i would say they both suffer from pacing issues but i just thought the the slasher nurse had like a better story and a better uh sort of thing with uh the um story the the kills and the uh funny moments and stuff like that but you know so but I really think these films are on par like they're very similar in terms of like quality of film um what is with people and their fucking pacing for these fucking low budget like like there's not like
2: I watched Dick Sharp
3: dude there is yeah I know there is great filmmakers who make masterpieces who are like it's just too long I got to cut more out of it <clears throat> it just drags a little bit here like I just feel like these people don't don't care and it annoys me um so no, he, I don't he
1: cares me. i mean to be honest man i mean bone hill road didn't overstay its welcome i mean Dream, dreaming purple uh, like Dr- said, dreaming purple I, neon like, was a really good film and it it, it totally doesn't overstay um
3: i know uh, and i liked Bonehill hill road i thought bone hill road was pretty fun um and i think i even gave it like a 6 or something like that
1: how's uh, forbidden secrets is another really good one by todd sheets that one came out a few years ago again just interesting
3: few of his films and the other one was from the '90s. It's Zombie Bloodbath or something.
1: Uh, yeah.
3: yeah. Um. Zombie. No. Zombie Rampage from '92. Saw that one. He's, he's seen. Man, that's actually one I haven't seen before. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, I'm coming in at a solid three out of ten, bro.
1: Jeremy. A three. Alright well this is uh, the polar opposite Of wrinkles since I came out of the two And Jeremy came out of the seven I don't think we get any further apart I'm in a six and a half on Clownado As he fucking laughs again Dude you gave wrinkles a seven
3: Yeah and you laughed at him So
2: (laughs) Well, it's because it's ridiculous that <laughs> when this. I do it it's 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 different. Why the
0: fuck you lying? Why, Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Always lying to me. You lying so much. Why? Why? You making it hard for me.
1: Yeah. I didn't laugh. I just I was like, how could you how could dude for somebody that likes good movies? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, this is That's just crisis. that fucking blows my mind. Um, we'll let people be the judge, man. Wrinkles the clown a seven? That's in fucking insane. I can't even imagine anyone actually liking that thing. It's just fucking crazy. To me. So bad. I mean,
2: I can't think of anybody liking Clownado
1: The only hey man, person I could own. see. There you go. But i trust me, one. trust me. If we took a poll and people had seen these movies, I bet you Sharknado would actually win that poll. Clownado Nato. Did I say Sharknado? Of course I did. It's the end of the show. Wrinkles versus Clown Nato.
3: Fuck. Wrinkles. I don't know, man. I feel like people would like Wrinkles a little bit. These type of movies are not for everybody, dude. The 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 uh, Clown Nato. Like a lot of people.
1: The thing is, I people, like yeah. these like these kind of killer clown films. I like, I always say that I do. I mean, there's definitely way more films that I dislike than I actually like in this genre. But I don't know. Wrinkles. I mean, I'm not even joking. It's honestly one of the poor, poorest made documentaries I've ever seen. There's nothing worse than watching a bad documentary too, because it's like usually they're su- you know, they're there to like feed you this information, be super entertaining and shit, and like I don't think this that delivered anything. Fucking sucked. Um,
3: <laughs> don't let Nelly five in it. Come on, you gotta agree four and a half stars out of five is pretty outrageous for Clown NATO. <laughs> well, uh, of course. But no, there's um John Dubbs who's doing the twenty two shots challenge gives it a three out of five.
1: Well, he's right there with me, six, six and a half. Yeah, it's in that same ballpark. So, yeah, I w- honestly, man, if, if you know, going back to the edit, I mean, if this thing was a lot shorter and tightened up, I think it would have been actually pretty, in- like you know, when they had those qualities oh, yeah. that dipped I, I, it right down. But I,
3: honestly, dude, if this was seventy minutes and you cut out all the stuff that's pointless, um, I probably would have came somewhere closer to a six. But that is a, a huge. Because it takes up so much of the time, you're talking thirty or forty minutes of stuff that I was uninterested in and was just not good,
1: yeah, but you were also going into this not wanting to do it also. You have to look at it like that. right from the start, you were already uninterested with this. You saw the runtime. you're like, now I hate it too. <laughs> now I know how you operate because you're that person that looks at running times and assesses shit from there. First of all, you've I, always done that.
3: I never knew the runtime until I started watching it at all i don't well, you could have checked it two look.
1: seconds in and been like made your decision right to fuck this movie 100 minutes
3: <laughs> no i was mad that we had a third film when we ha- only had two to start with and i was i was strapped for time this week but it it, it didn't matter because it didn't i didn't even watch clown last so it didn't even matter which w- one was the, the well
1: third. the way i saw it was you know the two films seem like a kind of a, like a sideshow. And then you put three clown films together, it became a full circus for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> three yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I think that,
1: well, put it this way. Wrinkles was 75 minutes. You made up the difference right there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny. Cause like, I want to do another volume of clown movies, but can we do, like, let's do the Killjoy franchise one day. Or, or like, even just other clown movies, because, like, I want to... I like talking... I like clowns. Clowns are cool, man. But...
1: Well, I mean, if we actually did, like, a really good one, you know, like, clown and fucking, you know, some some of the really better ones, but... Clowns, Actually, I wouldn't mind doing the Killjoy. Fr- what is there? Six movies now. Like, I, no I feel like yet. I feel like the second we do the I
3: feel Killjoy like we franchise, got into full moon at all. Besides Puppet Master,
1: I feel like if we did the Killjoy films, the second we did the show, a seventh one would come out.
3: Oh, I, dude. The moment we hit record, it starts production, and the moment we end the podcast... Charles Bann would announce two
1: of them at the same time. (laughs)
3: You know what (laughs) I mean? For sure, He fucking
1: would, You know, that's why I don't want to touch the Evil Bong franchise, because there's like seven of them now, and you know the second we do that, there's going to be two more that are coming out within, you know, the weekend. Jeremy
3: would literally probably kill himself for a Killjoy show. I actually like those movies, though.
1: I don't like the first one. I don't like the first one. I'll, I'll oh, open. Oh no, the no! I,
3: when I say I like those movies, I mean like not counting that one. <laughs> I
1: wonder what the the ones after Part Four are like. I haven't heard. Okay, okay. There's talk actually not as
3: many as we thought. There's Killjoy, Killjoy Two, Killjoy Three, Killjoy Four, and then Killjoy's Psycho Circus.
1: There's one more after Psycho Circus, though.
3: Are we? Sh- are you sure?
1: Pretty fucking sure, unless it's or it's in production right now. Or something, or may- yeah, I'm positive that there's another one.
3: I don't know because like,
1: because I remember seeing there was maybe there was like a Kickstarter for some shit like that. Um, because hmm. I think with the fifth one, the cycle they, they premiered that one on their on their streaming site, didn't they? Like that's just the way it came out. And I think that was the plan to get it made and do the same shit, have these <sighs> exclusives or something. Because I don't think it. I don't think the site does it even have a physical release. I don't, th- I don't think so.
3: Okay, there's. Okay, let me visit Full Moon streaming real quick. (laughs) And let me see if there is an A to Z category. Yeah, okay, A to Z, okay. Okay, Evil Bong, we have one, two, three, four, five. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) I know there's Um, seven at least because there's lucky seven which is in Vegas.
3: That one isn't out yet, I don't think, though.
1: It is. It doesn't have a physical release. I think it's just on the streaming.
3: It's not even on the streaming, though. Really? Yeah, there's Evil Bong, Evil Bong 2, It was Davis on their Harvest, website. Evil Bong 2, King Bong. There's two different titles for that. Evil Bong 3, Wrathabong. Evil Bong 3, Reef for Madness. Evil Bong 420. Evil Bong High 5. and Evil Bong 666. Oh, and. and the- Ginger Deadman vs. Evil Bomber, of course. Oh, that's horrible. And then the
1: 7th one is uh, Lucky 7 or something like that. Um, I've even seen the cover art for it. It was on the website.
3: There's only five Killjoys on full moon streaming. Killjoy, Killjoy 2, uh, Killjoy's Revenge, which I think is Killjoy 3, Killjoy Goes to Hill, and Killjoy's Psycho Circus.
1: Okay, so... Yeah, there definitely is another one somewhere. Maybe it's in the works or they were talking about it. I think there was, if I remember correctly, there was like a Kickstarter for it or some shit or there was some kind of campaign, but maybe it never got made. I don't know. But I do remember them kind of promoting it for a minute. I mean, the interest in Full Moon sequels, I guess, just isn't at an all-time high these
3: days. <laughs> I don't know. The, I was watching their... Um, what do they call it? the 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 10 thing that they're doing. Yeah. And oh, what's this? Killjoy's car- car- carnage caravan. I think this is a clip show.
2: Yeah, I think clip. it's like the puppet master clip show that they did. Yeah, yeah. it's the
3: bunker of blood thing. Yeah, that's garbage. I hate <laughs> that they're doing that. Yeah. Um, no, the the, the, the what is that thing called that they're doing, Jeremy, where they were like live streaming their yeah. productions? That, was, that like... was actually really cool. I was watching it and it was they were talk they were doing um they were talking about like uh, bride of the head of the family that they're finally doing, and uh, th- it was just really neat. I was like really into it. But yeah,
1: yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, I guess that's um, gonna do it here for episode one sixty three. Uh, the the clown spectacular. Yep. Yeah. Not really that spectacular, but, you know, not even close.
3: (laughs) Well, there was no Hall of Painters, which surprised me because I expected at least one.
1: I thought for sure Wrinkles was going to make it. Hans, I thought you guys, I for sure thought Jeremy would be just hating on it, too. Fucking blows my, see, this goes back to what I said before. It just blows my mind all the time. I never, this is why I don't recommend movies to Jeremy because I have no idea if he's going to like something or not. You know? Like, I, we're just so far apart on that. It's insane.
3: Two I to
1: a, Two to a seven. Like, a seven is really good. That's a really, really good rating.
3: I um, read. I mean, I would Gags say... Made, the, ahead, the Gags not.
1: at least should have made The Hall of Pain. That movie sucks, man. Fuck, I hated it.
3: Ugh. Yeah, what was I on that? A four? Yeah, yeah, four.
1: So you guys were both at four? Oh, four and a half. Jeremy actually came in the highest on two of the movies today. Yeah, that's definitely not like him. Considering they're clown-related movies? God, next thing we know, we're going to do a shark movie or shark podcast, and he's going to come in the highest. (laughs) Not happening. All right, so that's going to do it for episode 163. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Jeremy, take us out of here.
2: All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 163. Of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast. So as you can follow the man, Moods himself at youtube.com slash mood616. I would say go over and watch JP's 31 Day of Horror on his channel, but he's going to fail as always. So there's no point. YouTube.com slash double shot J. And there's no point to follow me. You a voicemail at seven two four four two six 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 five. Leave us any questions at the email at the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror at gmail.com. It's so the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror at gmail.com follow us on twitter at 22 shots podcast follow us on facebook facebook facebook.com search bar 22 shots of moods and horror podcast you could also buy a official 22 shots of moods and horror t-shirt you can either message me at nesruler 2222 at gmail.com or go to the 22 shots of moods and horror.com there's an option at the top of the page for you to order your shirt and I will send it to you and we will love you very much and make sure you support to the Patreon to get the sand sucked out of my vagina. And you'll be entered to win a forty-three inch for gay TV. patreon.com/ slash twenty two shots podcast. That should do it everybody for episode one hundred and sixty-three of the twenty two shots Movie horror podcast. We'll be back next week with some non sploitation curbsy of moods. Is Mike so, coming on?
1: Uh <clears throat> I haven't officially confirmed with him, but if he wants to for sure. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing Satanico Pandemonium and uh Elucarta. Looking
3: forward yeah, to that those. That yeah. I hear they're pretty I actually hear both of those are pretty good.
1: Well you do know you know um the character from From Dust Till Dawn.
3: Which um, character?
1: The the sexy stripper. What's the fuck's her name again? selma hayek selma hayek her character is named after satanical pandemonium the movie oh that's where they get the name from so
3: that's tarantino
1: i I must be tired i I forgot selma hayek's name she's like one of the most beautiful women in the world that's insane yeah but anyways that's where her name comes from from in the movie
3: yeah guaranteed
1: tarantino did that hands down well he i'm pretty sure he's openly said he's a huge fan of the movie so yeah Yeah.
2: okay goodbye fuck you jerry
1: News is peace. Shut the fuck
0: up.